What is going on, everybody? It is episode 282 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name's Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. I am happy to be here after the weekend. Unfortunately, I wasn't in D.C. Today in the studio, we are on one. <laughs> Say <it laughs> and again. And firstly, uh, F it. We're on one. Yes. I kept it PG. Yeah. Firstly, we've got main guest host, Dane. Hello. Yeah. No, he's going to like the number one rule to this type of media is don't introduce your inside jokes to like a place where they're not inside. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. (laughs) Hi, guys. Dane Fawn here. Marketing Max Runner. Blah, blah, blah. Well, wow, that was enthusiastic. He You guys already know, though. Yeah, he's yeah. so iconic that you already know who he is. He Legend. doesn't need an introduction. And we've got a second guest in the studio today, Cass Castle extraordinaire. Oh, you scared the crap out of me. Yes. Did I? No. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? I am well. For a Monday? Like, you, were you busy all day? Um, sort of just polishing off the last... The next episode and, and trying to get it done. You joined us for our review of The Last of Us, of the I did. original I of did. the pilot episode, right? Yes. I mean, I don't know about that. Yeah, you, it's already up. It's already up for people okay. to watch. So, guys, uh, before we get started, then after yes. this episode, after this episode, when we are all said and done, go over to the YouTube page and find our review for The Last of Us episode one. Me, Mary Wesley, had a lot to say on it. Uh, it's no Velma, but you know, you'll have to go watch <laughs> the review to find out, right? And Dane was also sitting at the table with a teleprompter, telling us all what to say yeah that's exactly what he it was. was really controlling the narrative dude i was watching um, i was watching some who was it like somebody's showing like a reporter's video like there's a bunch of like very interesting like there's a weird cross-section between like female reporters and like tiktok and reels and stuff like that. ivory hacker yeah well no 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 i'm talking about like ones who actually work for like networks and stuff like that and they're like really good social media influencers that don't really do much for like the actual news station but they build these strong in like uh followings because they're on the news but they're also usually beautiful women and i was looking at them like they were talking about like they were showing the screen where they read the the teleprompter i'm like i don't think i could do that i think it would be worse for me like given that i'm just a horrible reader like i wouldn't be able to do like actually just read what i'm supposed to say on the prompter does it go too fast it's just like well for me it's also like you would have to be like like blown up to like a text like file size of like 8,000 like the font would have to be enormous because I'm basically blind so this is all your elaborate denial that we do this show without a teleprompter which is false and there's so yeah and there's also cues like do it say it with enthusiasm yeah it'd be hard not to say like I'm I'm always enthusiastic oh yes yeah Brett Enthusiasm Dasovic is what we call him. That's my middle name, guys. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Velma 2 Electric Boogaloo. It's going to happen, guys. Uh, Our hate watching made it possible. Are we the baddies? Yes, we probably are the baddies in in this respect. But, you know, you you get what you paid for. And in this context, what else was there to do but for a bunch of people to watch a show as bad as Velma? So the the prize for our bad behavior may be that we get a whole second season of this garbage. We will get into that and the fact that Velma has united the entire internet around hating it. We will talk about that. We're going to talk about this absolutely insane story about somebody who's a, a... a Harry Potter crack addict that just loves Harry Potter so much but hates J.K. Rowling so much that they re- she, uh, he rebound J.K. Rowling books to remove the name and copyright so that he wouldn't have to, so that J.K. Rowling wouldn't get any credit for the books when they resell them, which seems illegal to me, but we'll get into that as well. We're also going to talk about Latine. Is that what the. Latine. I've never seen this Latine. word in use before, but. It's, I found out over the weekend that journalists think there aren't enough black and 
Latin writers on Wednesday. What's so a they Latin? want they uh, want Wednesday to correct that. Is that too. a biscotti made in Colombia? I thought it said latrine at first, which is not the same thing. It's yeah, the, yeah. The very bad. Guys. Dane was so, like, is that oval teen yeah. for Latinx <laughs> this, is it is it a s incognito replacement of Latinx? Yes. Okay. So yeah. is is it, like, we never did that. We never said that. Right. Yeah. Like La Latinx yeah, like, is like it's it's actually really interesting because that's one where like there's like a guy who does a comedy Instagram channel and like most of it is dedicated to hating that term. Mm. And the the comments on it are, are kind of bonkers. So we will get into that. We're gonna talk about all of this stuff. We're also gonna talk about oh, I we didn't even get into what that's gonna be about. So yeah, Wednesday Adams, right? Did you did you mention that's yeah. about Wednesday? Okay, yeah. We're also gonna talk about Kanye West. He's apparently married, but not married. That's a real thing, apparently. We will talk about that. We got a bunch of other stuff. If you guys are ready, we will get right into it. Mary, are we ready? We're ready. Wesley, are we ready? Oh, ready. Dane. I feel like I will be once we start. Well, once we start cringe. Am I right, Mary? Yes. yes. Go, we, uh, we're going to the cringe of the day. I've been picking these out throughout the week, last week. Um, this this one, I, uh, I almost thought was going to be like too spicy, so we had to replace it okay. with another one. Here we go. <laughs> so so just hit play we're good to go I, I i save it i don't watch it beforehand so i'm this is my first viewing yeah okay. same here we go we're demonetized <laughs> Is there any context? Are we going no. for a record? No, because no context. Just play it. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, okay, man. well, that was a twist. Oh, I did. Mary, come on, dude. <laughs> Plot twist of the century. What a twist. <laughs> Did it get you? Uh, it got me. It, I mean, I, I didn't think it actually—I didn't think it actually looked like a kid, anyways. But that was because you couldn't see it, like from the from the. Well, he was just like first. desperately yeah. trying not to get up off the ground because he yeah. <laughs> may find out. All right. So now that we've uh, officially cringed, I, it was that or was the Miss Universe thing? Those were both would have been women. Women. Congratulations to to women for running Miss Universe. Apparently, somebody somebody in the chat says this is years old. Oh, I well. didn't know that. I just saw it for the first time. All right. Day. All right. The beauty of the internet. Evergreen. <laughs> All right. So, guys, Velma. Velma is not only so bad that it united the entire internet. Velma has actually been proven to be so bad that it's spawning conspiracy theories from both sides of the aisle. Uh, this one right here, this is from Forbes from Paul Tassi. It says, Velma is so bad it spawned psyop conspiracy theories. <laughs> the idea here is that it was created by Mindy Kaling to uh, to in, like instigate right wing commentators to like boost its SEO its its search engine optimization. Oh, um, look at you! Which is like completely plausible. It's just really really ghoulish and stupid. Wait, wait. Okay, does this mean that she is using the bad press to benefit herself? The show, or, I guess. or is she using the show to benefit people on YouTube like us? Well, and she's actually on our side. The, the, it's controlled that be, opposition. That would be a funnier one. That she's actually like her favorite channels are like a bunch of like right wing YouTubers, and she can't tell anyone in Hollywood. Like I'm picturing her. <laughs> she's she's a, just in the news for saying 
that she doesn't like. Well, th- this culture. is what well, this tweet you says. Make, you Mindy make Kaling right, is both a transphobe like and said that you couldn't make the office today because of cancel culture. She is a fellow reactionary. Yeah. She deliberately made Velma suck so that culture war YouTubers can make a million videos about it to boost its SEO. Somebody needs to make like a Photoshop of like the quartering and her like behind in an alley shaking hands like in, in like a dark alley or like any of the right wing YouTubers like her and like a like culture war youtubers like she's like secretly handing them like this is what we're gonna this is what we're gonna do so you guys are gonna have all this stuff to talk about she sold her soul to the anti-woke yes youtube sphere <laughs> dude she she united the entire internet my, my favorite meme was uh it was this one right here it says <laughs> oh <laughs> yes that is exactly what happened Maybe so can- i want to i, I want to slightly break down the the mechanics of seo quickly just so we can understand this claim so she's saying that she made it so bad so that people make content which will lead to redirects which in turn creates seo yeah that people would talk about it that much therefore it boosts the visibility of the show okay so here's the thing here's the thing so it's the amount of redirects using the key terms velma and whatever that's what eventually boosts the seo yeah hypothetically Hypothetically, if you do a good job and people are posting positive things about you at an equal rate, that would also boost your SEO. Yeah, but that's much that's much harder to do. I've like, only seen that happen for Wednesday. Yeah, in the past year, I that, think that's very hard to do. Actually, I would say like shows like um, Reacher got fair like far more press than it normally would because of how much people actually like the show but that's because right-wing people like the show what's funny to me about this is that even the sjw's got mad at mindy kaling too firstly they were pointing out that in (laughs) well one one tweet said mindy kaling is so sick and then they added all of these images from sex lives of college girls where these non-white female characters have romantic subplots with only white men yeah like they they only have white love interests yeah. ever in shows that mindy kaling makes and uh, does that have something to do with like the way that norville was ooh. treated in yeah. velma like i have no idea or the way that velma regards fred in in the show yeah. it's it's very weird it's very uh well, she was psychologically she was attracted telling. to fell. She was attracted to Fred. Like, I got that Seemingly. impression that like when she when she fell down the stairs at the police station, she yeah. looked at Fred with kind of dreamy eyes, and and he was of course. They also the got mad because she is trivializing police brutality. Yeah, so that's what I said. It's when we did uh, this initial review, when we did the initial review, I got messages from people on both sides of the aisle. All the right wing people just thought it was awfully written, and then I got some friends of mine that are like leftists that are right. like, it was trivializing police brutality from the way from them. Pulling the gun on on her in the police station. Someone said, bro, no way the new Velma show has an interracial lesbian couple who are both cops that shoot an unarmed teen in the first episode for laughs. LMAO, who is this for? It's not for anyone. I'm asking the same thing because like all of the SJWs that this would supposedly be targeted for dislike it for their own reasons. There's another uh, joke that Velma makes about uh, how comedians can't tell jokes anymore ever since hashtag me too. I spit truth without a filter. Someone Um. said like this this goes against everything I previously understood about Velma. Like I don't know if I like her anymore just because she would say something like this. That's such a funny phrase that comedians can't be edgy anymore and then she just says the most accepted possible view. Yeah. 
well, ever. I mean, it's like, she, white guys, am I right? Like, yeah, but she, she's <laughs> no. like, this thing, she makes jokes about everyone. It's just all the jokes are bad. Like, the smart people aren't saying that you're, you're being a leftist or, or, or right wing. They're saying you're just horrible at humor. You just don't know how to tell jokes. And you're full of spite, anger, and vitriol. Which is weird because she has the type of career in Hollywood that a lot of people are envious of. Yeah. That they, they would kill to have. Thank you. And she's been uh, kind of unfairly boosted up yeah. uh, to that point. But she just can't help but reveal how how jealous she is of people with immutable traits she doesn't have. And she uses this like big budget vanity project to express her anger at them. Yeah, this that was this article it says the internet turns against Mindy Kaling over a bad uh, Me Too joke. No, one sector of the internet turned against Mindy Kaling, the side that normally would have supported her through all of the horrible humor. And that's the thing; it's got nothing to. Do, I'm not offended by the the Me Too joke. I'm not offended by the jokes about Fred. I'm not offended by the police brutality jokes. I'm offended by how badly it was done and how. You can tell jokes from a place of desi of desiring to be humorous and making people laugh. This wasn't designed to make people laugh. It was designed to make people shocked. Well, some people brought up that they think this is a result of divorcing the cartoonists from yeah. the story writers instead of having a storyboard room where the people who animate know how to deliver the Lines. gags of the show through their art and that might come to like like they get mad when they hire like regular actors for voice acting roles especially like it was like when beyonce got hired for the lion king and a lot of you know people that are singers that get hired or, or taylor swift getting roles in cats mm -hmm. remember mm -hmm. cats uh, do you like, never like, forget james corden yeah. walking into the middle of a freeway dressed as a cat yes <laughs> i don't think this is going to end up working for them because i think that the outrage this this is uh if it was designed to boost seo for, uh, via the youtubers the youtubers will win in the end because the morbid curiosity got people to tune in for the premiere i don't think it holds on to the viewers from here on out i think the uh, audience starts to drop off but the viewers for the people who are getting tons of hundreds of thousands of views on youtube those people are going to continue to get their views because it's the same way i look at podcasting for wrestling I don't watch wrestling anymore, but I listen to wrestling podcasts because I like to hear them dissect the industry. I'm not imagine a lot of people aren't going to keep tuning into this to keep watching the show. They're going to keep watching the YouTubers to hear what they have to say about it. And also, I think, I think like it's a failed bet. Because, so betting on it being so bad, people are going to watch yeah. it. They're going to clip the bad parts. And yeah. It's going to be everywhere. And, and people are going to know that, that those are the shite parts and no one's gonna watch the actual thing looking it's gonna for be it. even more infamous than she hulk was mm. uh, no nope. i mean i'm sure there are a lot of people that finished she hulk all the way through that season yeah i don't know about season two but this, this seems like it won't even retain its original intended audience um miss marvel won what was the highest rated rotten tomatoes product this year Really? Uh, from really? audience or from critics? From, the, from, critics, from critics, not audience? From critics, yeah. It was uh, just above, um, what was it? It was like another, it was like, it wasn't She-Hulk, but it was, uh, I think Moon Knight was number five, but I think She-Hulk was in the top three. Is bad That's humor insane. worse than snark? See, I, I found that hard to believe. I thought I thought She-Hulk she got it pretty bad from a lot of critics, too, the same way. I might be misremembering. I just know that Miss Marvel won the top, has the highest rated, um, the highest rated, Critic score on Rotten Tomatoes this year. What was that question again? 
Is bad humor worse than snark? Snark is worse to me. For me, snark is the but worst. Bad humor, you can swing and miss, and I can still appreciate the effort. Snark is like, it's a defense mechanism that I don't have to try, so I'm pretentious and snarky from the get-go as a way of defending myself against the fact that I'm not actually funny. And usually, it takes form in bad humor. Yes. Snark absolutely. Does. Well, that's what the show was. The show was the embodiment of bad humor through snark, because they view bad, they, they view snarkiness as deep and intellectual. Like, I know enough about the human condition to be negative about it. Therefore, I am I know more than you. Do you think that studios learn a lesson no. this year? No. That, because they have three failures in a row. They have this, they have She-Hulk, and they have um, uh, Don't Worry Darling, which are all... Don't worry, same. darling is a bigger failure than the other two. True. The other ones, okay, like to the to the some dude in a suit who doesn't understand what's going on in the world. All he sees is a bunch of people talking about it online, yeah. right? Like True. he doesn't see that there that most of the reaction is negative. They're looking. It's like when you look at your impressions, like your impressions on social media. How much reach did this post get? Do you care whether right, that reach is bad or good most of the time? Most people don't. They just want it to get reach. Right, but don't don't they at a point say, okay, the Kathleen Kennedy. Thing yeah. did not work out. Yeah. So everybody that's mirroring that, yeah. do they stop doing that? Where it's like we're gonna, we're not. Not only we're we gonna make this, we're gonna demand in a sense that you like it. And if you don't, we're gonna spit yeah. in your face. And I just don't see that working long term. I it, also it, think that's obviously my, it's not gonna work long term. But I don't yeah. see them even like. Well, look what it did to Star Wars. And pretending, huh? Look what it did to Star Wars. Exactly. It, deli- it, it eliminated movie profitability. For, yes. It, it removed the movie model and turned them entirely into a streaming platform right. for, for their project. Right, and now they have, like, in my opinion, the best Star Wars that they, has been made since the Disney takeover, which is Andor, yeah. which has none of this. Yeah. None of this. But too little, too late. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this is the other thing. But Are do they we... take that lesson? That's my question. Does do does any studio say like this really doesn't work? I really like, think so. But know? also, are, are we just in an era that we're past season two television? You mm-hmm. don't need season two anymore. Most of these shows are limit are done as limited runs. Anyways, yeah. the yeah. Last of Us episode was an hour and a half long. That's basically a movie. Yeah. Like, think about what they're getting. Like, think about what they have to get paid now. Like, a guy, an actor comes out to do a movie, right? And it's a the movie ends up being two to two and a half hours most of the time. And they're filming, how many scenes are they filming to do an hour and a half for every episode of Andor and making less money than they would make to do on a movie? Mm-hmm. That's for way more time. Yeah. Like we're just in an age where they, they just do their season one of this. And then because it's owned by Warner Brothers, who owns tons of other properties, you just, you, they're locusts, like the, like the aliens in Independence Day. They just move on to the next property. They and swarm to the next Yeah, thing. they just move on to the next one. They don't need to, they already, they, did you guys see Santa Inc.? No, no, Santa Inc. doesn't even ruin a property. It just ruins an Amer- like a not an American, but like a, a a huge part of culture, which is Santa Claus. It goes, it oh, ruins it with its Seth Rogen. Yeah, with Seth Rogen. Yeah. It goes, it ruins it with its snarky cynicism, and then you move on to the next holiday that they'll ruin next year. Yeah. Like it's like they don't need to worry about longevity because they yeah. buy up all these properties. Yeah. Wesley, to your point, I've been kind of saying for a while that. Uh, pro- uh, rampant progressivism or wokeness is on its death now because ultimately capitalism is about growth it's about shareholder value and you know they can say all they want that they're doing representation they're doing dex and they're doing y but there's simply not money coming into things i i I don't know that it's on its death now i your point is valid i think it's going to cause a further bifurcation in the market that there's going to be this that's funded by like insane billionaires. And then there's going to continue to be like small stuff like uh, that, you know, whatever I'm 
the Daily Wire, things like that, for lack of better example, that are doing those things better anyway. Like, not always, but they're trying to do the things that these shows are claiming to do, right? Like, um, I mean, like the Daily Wire has three movie, three movies that have female leads, right? Yeah. Like, and it's better. It's it's a better execution of that idea than anything like this. It's not better than Hollywood. It's not production wise. But that's going to take time. Yeah, it is. And that's fine. And in, you know? uh, they'll have Most to people are willing up. to deal with that. They're willing to deal with that with the thing that I make. Where yeah. They're like, oh, I understand that you don't have this much money to make a thing. So, but I'll watch it. You know? yeah. So I, I, love, I love to pull up guys uh, to ask, should we keep reviewing uh, Velma? Should we keep reviewing The Last of Us? Or should we watch both and review those? What should we, should we wait? Or should we, we call it now, Mary? The thing is, uh, there's more anger at Velma, of course, than at The Last of Us. So I feel like automatically the hate watching type of reviews get more I know, attention. And that's just how the do, internet works. I'd like to do both if for no other reason than I don't want to be somebody who just has to be angry all the time. Like it, if I had to choose between the two, it certainly would be easier to just be mad at Velma all the time, but it actually takes some work to actually dissect what's going on in the last of it, us. It doesn't personally make me mad to watch Velma. It's it's just what we would have expected, right? Yeah. Like, there's no surprise in what we're seeing. I can't predict how it's going to end. I think the only answer is to, like, go to some extraordinary level of absurdity where, yeah. like, I don't know, Scooby shows up somehow. Yeah. Like, it's inevitable oh, yeah, that I, they're going to have Scooby, Scooby would end show up, at the, up at the end somehow. Yeah. Like, one person said that she should, like, get pregnant and then give birth to Scooby because, <laughs> and then it would be like de- to be continued and then there would be no more episodes ever. Mm. And that's just how it ends. That's an amazing, that's an amazing idea. <laughs> One uh, thing I, I hope that everyone can be on the same page about is that it's just weird to age down these characters and then make them do adult things and be literally like naked this, on this, camera. In right away. Show. Yeah. Like uh, one of the tweets even said like, you age down the characters and then have them moan while kissing. <laughs> like that's that's actually questionable. This was but nobody's the, talking about it. Yeah. This was the notice here from Screen Rant that says Velma the series may have already been renewed for a second season at HBO Max as listings for new episodes of the Scooby spin-off show have appeared uh, on the Entertainment Identification Registry. Basically, like when a show has been renewed for multiple seasons, it'll like list the ones that have been available and then it will list out to the ones that have been approved to start and it will just say like episode one that you know x1 and then no information is provided just that that it's going to be there because they register the content i mean everything else mindy kaling has ever made is astroturfed af like she doesn't have a real organic Whose daughter is she because like like, what is her nepotism connection i'm dying to know because everything she makes sucks yeah she she i don't even know how she's gotten to the point that she has in her career because everything she has made has zero organic hype around it. Yeah. The do- the it's office was cool, vanity but I'm not oh. even joking. Or as the kids say, Cap'n. Um, I don't. I'm not. I don't even remember her role in the show. I don't remember what. What did she do on the the office? The uh, apparent. By the way, apparently the guy who's doing the show running for Velma was a was a major was a writer for the office and a major writer for. Um, What's it called? Uh, the Daily Show mm. for years What's back in name? the day. Oof. Chris Gandy or Grandy or something like that. Back at like we're talking early days okay. though, like ninety eight to two thousand one. Okay, dude, I can't take. As for her character on The Office, I think it was well liked and it was popular. At I don't the time, remember. But I'm not being sh- ironic. It, it's 
only likable, like her character was only likable because somebody else wrote it and came up with it. <laughs> and like Brett said, she was standing on the shoulders of giants when she was on that show. And that's what pe- most people know her from now. Well, still. I, mean, I think of it more as like she's on you're on the shoulders of giants because Scooby-Doo is a massive property that has years of fan trust built up through fantastic media that's been already done. And you're just co-opting it and turning it into this garbage. That's even more standing on the shoulders. of giants. You don't have the guts, let's say, to take these characters, name them something else. And I mean, what does it really have to do with solving uh, a unique mystery to the Scooby-Doo world right now? Anyways, nothing. There's no Scooby in it. So they could have easily just made this with different character names and called it something else. Mystery High School or something stupid like that and made the same exact show and it would have been just as bad but less offensive. Or they could have made a parody show parodying the franchise, but instead they had to attempt to make an addition to the canon of the franchise that everyone hates. Here's another thing that needs to stop immediately. That needs to stop immediately. This, a show comes out, public reception, we hate it. Well, it's been renewed, so what can I say? Like, can you guys wait till the public tells you that we want it back or not? But then every time there's a show like 1899 that people really like, that has a cult fan base, it gets discontinued. That's what I'm saying. Like, can you guys wait until the public reception comes and then make your choice? It's like, oh, well, the the 18th Avatar movie is greenlit. <laughs> well, who's going to care? At least with that, you can defend it by saying, like, it is making over a billion dollars yeah. now. What is that at? Like, over $1.5 But is it money like printing? Right That's. Now, yeah. I mean, it's sus, but the money is there. Yeah. But for Velma, I have no idea. It feels like... A season two for Velma was guaranteed from the very start because they feel like they're making a point. Well, good for them. All by right. promoting it. Let's <laughs> go Super Chats. Yes. Uh, oh, I can't look at them. They're not showing Sorry. up? They're not showing up for me. Okay. Uh, hit refresh. Um, all right. So. For oh, okay. I okay, see them now. All right. Waffle Sensei said, miss seeing you in D.C. Mary and Dane would have loved to meet you guys in person. Till next time. If there is a next time, do you think there's going to be a next time? There could be a next time. Hopefully know. when maybe, it's warmer maybe in the outside. Spring. Maybe in the spring. Then, yeah. That might be better. 1.93 billion. So it's already near the Okay. Already almost at 2 billion already. People love blue people. <laughs> Apparently. That's wild. Corey Anderson said, Brett, it was nice to meet you. You are taller than expected. See, I undersell it that way. Six it's, it's, foot yeah. five in see, real life. It's what, what you do, guys, is like... Brett you, Reacher. You, you, yeah, you sell, you sell... Oh, by the way, he's my choice for... I know you can't because he's already been mm. in DC, but he's oh, my Batman. Superman choice. Oh, you're Superman choice. Uh, choice. Either or. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he'd be, a, he'd be another, kind of like what Dane was saying about how... Uh, Henry Cavill would be like a cartoon version of of Batman mm. of Batman mm. of Bruce Wayne. He would be a very big Bruce Wayne. Who? Uh, Alan Richson from Reacher. He's he's enormous. Ah, I know he is. Yeah. So uh, yeah, what you do is you undersell. You undersell all the time. That way, you're always you know it's always say like plan for the for the worst, but hope for the best. Just like lower those expectations all the time. They're like, wow, he's taller than I thought because they all thought I was gonna be like four feet tall. Rascal King said the Rascal King sends greetings from tomorrow. Been a while. Been a while. Yeah, it has been a while since we've seen Rascal King. I love third person. Uh, Fear me. It's Bree said someone on Twitter tried to tell me Velma's not woke because, well, a lot of leftists didn't like it either. Yeah. Okay. Makes total sense. I mean, they're just offended by literally anything. So Mm -hmm. their take doesn't matter. EMC squared said simping for Dane's hair today. Ooh. Ooh, spicy. Nice. Yeah, I didn't mess it up. 
Uh, Bad App. Try as we might. <laughs> Bad App said it's official. Mary is the Taco Bell princess. I made her a shirt. Let the Taco Bell wedding bongs ring. Toots. <laughs> also, um, yeah. By the I way, I saw guys, that on Instagram. He made he made the shirts. Yeah. Taco Bell princess. If you guys look uh, at the bottom of the screen where the super where the uh, crisis meter is, I have created a brand new. Crisis meter sound that when it goes off when we get to the to a crisis party and it is loud Obnoxious and in your face and it scared everyone when I played it the first time. It didn't so. exactly scare me oh, I it's just scary. felt confused it, that's, <laughs> It's very much designed. I wondered what that was last week. I heard it yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that you can hear it in other rooms makes me so much happier than I can possibly I'm directly explain. below you to be fair. <laughs> Uh, Bad App said, I reviewed MILF Manor. 10 out of 10. <laughs> so cringe. It's good. Uh, Shia Milan's surprise twist. Dude, I'm trying The young to... dudes are the MILF's sons. Only one of them was, a, was one of the MILF's sons. That's but so yeah, disturbing. That was, that was disturbing. He was one of the contestants. He was like kind of disguised as one of the contestants and then got with a different mom. It was like super weird. How did the mom react? I didn't see it. I just saw that in an article on it. Guys, do you want a Mills Manor review by Paul? Please, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm so glad that's not in the in the in the options. We're leaving that in Brett's independent research. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have to check that out in my free time later. Well, uh, I'll, I'll let you guys know. Caper Two X said, "Dream on, bad app. Make mine Marvel. Howdy, PCC peeps. Howdy." Right. Potatoes for Seamus said, "Hi, Brett, Mary, Dane, and Wesley." Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi. Let's do. Uh, let's hold off on the rest, and we'll okay. uh, actually know what. Go for it because it's it has to do with the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cowboy Tom Tombo Slice <laughs> said, "I'm starting to think these show writers are taking the movie the producers to, movie producers too seriously, and truly think they can make more money with a flop mm. than a success." I wonder. Yeah, and I, then they they had canceled recently another scooby-doo movie yeah, ho ho oh. along with batgirl yeah. yep. but then green light this i don't oh, understand dude. the the strategy right now also guys if you want to watch something that's actually worse than all of this almost go watch the trailer for gotham knights oh it's so bad, what is that? It's bad. oh it's so bad yeah, right. like <laughs> wow. I, I sent it to mary last night and i was like having a seizure while i was watching i it. still haven't watched it it's, that and no. um uh uh that 90s show looks oh. atrocious. Oh, yeah, that looks oh bad. The, 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 like, everything, like, the worst part about it is they, they try to do the shot with the Joker outside the, uh, outside the cop car window from the Dark Knight, except for it looks like it was made by a 12-year-old, mm -hmm. uh, like, on, like, an exceptional amount of ADHD medication. Yeah. Like, and it's bad. It's, Why is it so bad? It is, it is everything wrong with, like, uh, late CW Yes, um, it is the CW. All the race swapping, um, all the gender swapping, all of them are like twelve years old. Yeah, and and it's hyper sexualized. Like, uh, like that's it's weird. yeah, it's yeah. very weird. It's really uncomfortable, and it makes no sense. It may be the worst real thing that I've ever seen. Like, see, it okay. has Not that. Parody. It has that. Like, um, um, it's quite a claim. Modern soap opera, uh, you know that all the CW shows yeah. have. It's. Kind of like the originals or whatever that kind of uh, vampire diary, yeah, vampire diaries type production. But the writing is so painful. The actors—they're not actors; they are models that are acting. 
<laughs> Dustin in the chat, no, it's not a game. It's a television version that they're doing on the CW. And it makes no sense because they've moved away from all that stuff. All the shows are getting canceled. The Flash is going off the air this year. Most, mm-hmm. of, them are, most of them are going out. So, all right, we're moving on, guys. So, so this one... Um, J.K. Rowling, like, wouldn't it be funny if she just ended up writing, like, a really big book? Like, she just, she does it again. She finds, like, another book series to write because that, those, what's the name of the other series? Uh, Robert Galbraith is her pen name on the other books. Yeah, like, that's a great pen name. She should just go by Galbraith all the time. Uh, So here we go, guys. Harry Potter books stripped of J.K. Rowling's name are then resold by a bookbinder artist. Who is this, you ask? His name's Lauer? (laughs) Lauer Flom... That's kind of a weird name. Very um, French Canadian. This is a Canadian 23-year-old bartender. Yes. Freelancing on the side. Finished 30 of them so far. Already a college graduate, by the way. Yep. I, I you got to applaud the entrepreneurial effort here. It's $170 to rebind one Harry Potter book. Yeah. What? And I think $2,000 to rebind a whole set. Yeah. And here, here is what the website advertises as uh, their services. Send in your personal copies to be rebound, restored, and de-rowlinged. Yeah, they get wow. rid of the copyright page. They get right, rid of her name. The first thing I thought when I read this, how like it's got to be some type of like actual. It's wow. like you're in your own ideological pop culture prison to love something so much but hate the creator so much that you're willing to dedicate hours upon hours of your own time. 12 hours per book, by the way. Per book. Like, are we so hopelessly connected to both our our pop culture and our identity that this is a thing? I mean, what I find ironic about this is that it's entirely symbolic gesture that doesn't hurt J.K. Rowling's bottom line, even in the slightest. Like... These are used books that have already been sold. She doesn't earn royalties from the books. She already got paid for them. And you are rebinding them without her name or, or the copyright information yeah. as a self-soothing gesture. Like completely self-serving. They it's so funny. Has nothing to do with her. This, this is mentioned, it says creating a safe space. Flom <laughs> said that the purpose of this project is to create a safe space for fans to find comfort in the books and critically engage with J.K. Rowling's work. You're not critically engaging. You're, pretend, you're shutting your eyes via book binder and pretending that the, that the conversation isn't happening. Hmm. It's, it's actual delusion. Wow. Well, you can change the... Uh, the covers of the books and you can make all of the cosmetic changes that you want to a Harry Potter book. But at the end of the day, Harry Potter is always going to be JK Rowling's work, her creation, which reminds me of another debate about gender that we won't get into today. But anyway, (laughs) here's the greatest thing about this. They can't live without Harry Potter. No, they right? can't. They no. just can't. They can't. They're addicted. <laughs> they, they need their... They Harry need their butter ...little beer. magic allegory. They and need Harry the Potter. The magic is what they need. They need to play Quidditch. Yeah, yeah. They need they to play Quidditch. They can't stop. Aloha You're method, the kid though. under the... Whatever, the stairs or wherever the hell yeah. he was. Here's but <laughs> they just hate the creator so much for her incredibly tepid and reasonable <laughs> tepid, opinions yeah. Yeah. her unbelievably not awful like no. just borderline yeah. like, almost like boring takes yeah that they have to save a whole day's worth of their starbucks tips 
to send their book to some guy that'll take 12 hours to just take her name off. Like, Incredible. Like, like <laughs> is this not is this not something that would be some type of copyright infringement? I guess not it because is, you're reselling though, it, is it? It is. Um, the defense, though, is that uh, by first sale doctrine in the U.S., it says you can dispose of a book you bought in any way you would like, which includes selling each individual page separately <laughs> if you so desired. However, yes, that is first sale doctrine, but it only applies if you haven't altered the original copyright yeah. owner's work. Is that so the hero? So if you're yes. altering it to get rid of the copyright information and get rid of her authorship on it, you're altering the work. It's derivative work of yours that you are selling without paying royalties to the original copyright So this is a biological owner. female? I, it's, they yes. It's a trans, yes. It uh, looks like the white half of Clay Thompson. The website says, my practice <laughs> is impressive. largely conceptual, exploring themes surrounding identity, memory, and trans masculinity. I also occasionally rebind Harry Potter books. Yeah. Wow. Some people, someone went to college to learn how to do this. Uh, like here's this is thing. a bachelor's degree. It cost seven. It cost twelve hundred dollars to rebind all of them together. It's a hilarious defense for wow. capitalism for somebody who's yeah. probably like very not. Pro capitalism. What an industrious young they though. Yeah. I think that J.K. Rowling should go with the Elon Musk solution and just buy the bar that this bartender works yeah. at and then fire him. <laughs> I think That's that would really be the funny. ultimate revenge. This this all upsets me because she like historically drives me crazy. Like really? the thing she Rowling? says. Yeah. She drives me crazy. Like not Why? in a way to where I'd want to rebind her books or that I ever like would want to take the credit from her. Like I it's a I whole am her opinions or her writing. Right, right. I, huh? Her opinions. Her, her opinions, writing? like okay. the red conning. Huh? The red conning. What's that mean? Oh, oh, her- red conning. I don't give a damn about that. That's like BS anyway. That's annoying. But like, I don't care. And like, but I've never been like, oh, I love Harry Potter, but I hate her because she's, you know, a a, a milk toast leftist. No, but when she would come out in the news and say something ridiculous, like okay, that's dumb. But I hate that I am pushed just like Trump. I hate that I'm constantly pushed into defending her. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, she drives me crazy. She'll be right. And then as soon as you cross into the line of the next sentence, she says, like, okay, but here she's horribly wrong again. Like, mm-hmm. I hate being on that line where it's like, leave her alone. But it is just like this further cements, in my opinion, like growing up, I was part of the religious right. Right. You know, and we were always accused of being intolerant, not being able to deal with like uh, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. For like everybody that's in Hollywood, everybody that's in media hates you, and yet you watch their movies. They can't take a single person in a single production that disagrees with them on one percent. Yes, on one percent of their opinions, not even fully. Just like that, the Nuance. cushions yeah. are the wrong color on the couch. Even like they, they are apoplectic. So much that like I have to strip them from my life, even though it does nothing but cost me pain and money. Yeah. It's so insane. It's so flamboyant. And think and of all the mental energy you're giving them. Yeah. Well, here's so like, like, like I can't stand you so much, so I'm gonna invest <laughs> yes. in sending and saving money and. It's like I they, have, they live rent free in your heart. Yeah, I'm gonna start like doing the same thing. To I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the poor man's version. I'm gonna take all my DVDs with author with with directors that probably hate me and just black it out with a permanent mark. Who should we do it to? Uh, Who should we take out? Of? Look, here, that like, would end up being like, like 99. Yeah, it's because uh, the other day Luke asked me. He's like, "Who? What should I watch with people that like won't Who? hate me?" 
uh, Luke. Uh, and I was like, oh, and I was like, um, uh, like everyone, like, uh, like there's nothing to watch because even if mm. the director doesn't hate you or the actor doesn't hate you, most likely the producer hates you mm-hmm. and the other but actor hates you. That's why it kind of falls flat for me when someone says, like, don't give money to people who, who hate you. I don't care yeah. how someone feels about me yeah. when I'm buying a coffee. Yeah. I, I really don't. Yeah. And the fact that you would care or, or think that J.K. Rowling cares what you do with your life, she doesn't. No. I mean, I agree with you that some of her takes are milk toast and annoying especially when it comes to feminism but like does jk rowling's opinion about gender ideology keep me up at night absolutely not i'm not a harry potter fan so there's that but what i like about jk rowling is that she doesn't need anyone's defense yeah like she's just chilling she's just doing her uh i I think it's funny also that like this person is charging such exorbitant amounts to do this this book rebinding and all of the possible profits that you could make from that will not even come close to enough for a legal fund mm-hmm. that would help you if J.K. Rowling Soon. ever became aware of your existence and decided to take you to the cleaners. You would be defenseless He's because also, this is an um, obvious case of copyright infringement. Yeah. He's also donating a portion of every sale to trans uh, charities. Yeah. Oh, so, great. So, um, but what, because virtue signaling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's trans. So. Yeah. Uh, the, okay, he's like, also, she'd never do that. Like, as much as she drives me crazy, she's a classy person. Like, she stays out of things. No. She, yeah. only, she only answers questions when asked, which I give her a lot of credit for. I don't dislike her. Yeah. It's just some of the things she says are like nails on a chalkboard to me. I also have questions about whether, like, at a certain point, I, I'm trying to put myself in the in the mind of the people who do this. Can you really re-engage with the material? Like knowing that like 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 I can turn it off mm-hmm. and watch a movie with a bunch of actors that hate me because I can turn it off because I don't care enough to delete their name from every bit of work I've ever seen them on. If you care so much that you're literally paying $170 to have a book rebound, are you even able to re- to then open that book and re-engage with the material and you're going to tell me that you're not thinking for a moment about the author who wrote the words? They can't. We can because we've been doing it our entire lives. So what's the point like, of buying the book then? <laughs> if they if they can't re-engage with the material if they say you spend the spend, it's, you, you're, it's you're performative mis- right. you're, it's not about the books it's about the performance and getting attention for it so, but, so it's not so the people buying it aren't even doing it to reread the books they're just no. doing it for the for, it's for spite for, yeah it's, uh, no it's for it's clicks and up it's yay you know, it's, it makes no you sense did it. Like, you're like, one of us you're the best one it's or virtue it, signal. Or is like, it that's book, what it is. Or is it bookshelf? It's like the idea like uh, that way they can put it on their bookshelf and not get yelled at so that when somebody finally sees them in the back of their Zoom call and they got no pants on and somebody says, oh, you have Harry Potter books in the background there. there she, you're a trans. No, 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 no. I mean, what's bizarre about that If you take a look already, at my copy. I've got the special edition without her name in it. <laughs> but what's bizarre about that already is that if you buy this book used, you're still not giving her a direct profit. Yeah. You're like obviously you you don't need to go to all of this no. trouble. It's just Unless that's you what it is. Be it's in the about news. appearances. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go over what this person said about the project. Uh, they said it's spurred by her transphobia. I was a fan growing up when I did. It was a given that you would read Harry Potter. After J.K. Rowling's views on people like me came out, it left a bad taste in my mouth. It raised questions about the ethics of consuming her work. 
The purpose of this wow. project is to create a safe space for fans <laughs> yeah. to find comfort in the books and critically engage with J.K. Rowling's work. See, they're still saying I would engaged. hope that the impact the impact of my project is just to bring light to Rowling's transphobia and to make people aware of the things she has said. I get so many comments just asking what she had done because this is irrelevant to normal people. Yeah. But like, but they obviously the point of the project is not to make Rowling's story more accessible to people who love it. The point of the project is to bring light to J.K. Rowling. Mm -hmm. the most, obviously. It's, it's actually to bring, free in your it's head. to bring attention to them. They don't want you to know what she actually said because it's sensible. And most people will be like, yeah, that makes sense. But they just want you to accept that their opinion of it is gold. Like, I think she's a transphobe and you should too. Otherwise, you're a bad person. Don't For look me, into what she actually said, which should, is very sensible and like tepid, as you said. Somebody should write their own article and put excellent capitalist, like, they, they yeah. Should, yeah. like, like, like fantastically effective capitalist. Gen Z entrepreneur. Lauer Flom has uh, is found a great way to, to profit from transphobia. For, this well, is I would what say legally ambiguous looks like for Zoomers. For me, it's the misuse of words that annoys me the most. And because, so, what the person's saying is, I'm creating a safe space. No, you're not. You're oh. quite literally just taking a name off a book. What space has been made more safe? Yeah. Like, you're, you're not starting, you're not opening a room in your coffee shop where people can come and buy these books and then discuss how hurt you are. That would be a safe space. You see, like they just like, oh, they like this word. It's bodies gonna, and spaces. That's, it just reminds, that's the language. It just talk. reminds me of when I was in my master's degree and when you would you would get a oh, I'm better than you remember. And you would get a grade by how much you would bend the knee. So it would be like, oh yes, gender is a number. Like you just Say all the words and like, yeah, yeah, checks off, checks off. So she's literally she who must not be named. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whoa. Like, <laughs> like, like, dra Whoa. Uh, no, Dragon's Talon 1001 has the best one here. He says she should put out a special edition without her name on it. That way she can profit from it. Like she should release a version that's new that doesn't have her name on it for JK people to buy. Voldemort. Yeah. Or have Robert Galbraith's name on it. Oh. Oh. No, that would be... They would love that. It's just... it's just. Uh, I guess you're right. Like, Because when I read this article originally, my first thought was I pictured someone like in their room like feeling safe reading this book because what every t when they get through a few <laughs> chapters and they, safe and right they close now. the book and they don't have to look at the name. Yeah. But this drink. is the same thing as people who don't like to watch things that upset them. Like these are the people who fast forward through like debates when somebody makes an argument they don't like. Yeah. Like it's it's the same energy, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, so. that drives me crazy. This yeah, so I have a friend, a uh, former friend, I guess, that right when this popped up, I I was with him and I brought it up and I thought that he would like I knew he was kind of, you know. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, this whole thing drives me crazy." I was like, "Me too." And he was like, just don't say anything. And I was like, in the car with him. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, why would you even say, if you feel that way about those people, why would you say anything? And I was like, why, why are they above reproach? Why yeah. is this, why is this movement above reproach? And he was like, well, you don't understand what people like that have been through. I was like, all people have been, have been through things. And what she said is not even a critique of no. people. It's a critique of a political movement, which yeah. is totally fine. And the idea that your perspective is like, you should not 
even say anything. It just it it so vividly paints the picture. And mechanically, I cannot hear it. I can't hear it. You disagree with me on the color of the couch cushions. I can't hear it. And mechanically, what's crazy is so they are standing up for their group, right? Mm. As is she. She's standing up for biological females, and yes. she is saying the gripes that she feels as a biological female. So mechanically, intrinsically, they're doing the same thing, but they just can't comprehend that that's what's happening, and they still see it as a slight towards well, them. It's not. What's annoying about J.K. Rowling is that the only reason she thinks what she has to say is of any value is because you're still in the paradigm of being an oppressed group that has gripes. Like, yeah. I have, I've been victimized. Like, that's the only reason that she thinks she has something valuable to say, which is why she annoys me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. okay, and, and billionaire. I don't, yeah, white I, Western I don't woman. care, right, like, about J.K. Rowling's opinions on literally anything. She could be out here advocating for, like, mass atrocities, yeah. and I would be like, cool, like, I don't care. Like you, you wrote Harry even Potter. Even short of that, even short of that, if she just has regular ideas that annoy me, I would still want to talk to her. You know what I mean? Like if I had the opportunity, like, hey, J.K. Rowling's going to be on whatever, I'd be like, that's awesome. Like she still did the thing she did, even though she has like anno- views that traditionally annoy me. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's okay for somebody to have things that to have views that annoy you. I think all of these people who hate her just would be better off doing something noteworthy of their own. But True, but I, I also disagree with you that they're doing what she's doing. They like this movement, the movement that she's actually speaking about, isn't just trans people. People of trans people don't all feel that way. Like it's a very, very small minority of even them that are insane activists that hate her. It's and they wear all of them as a shield. Is there anything mm-hmm. anybody here likes so much that they would rebind or change something just so that they could continue to do it? After they found out that the, I think that's one thing that people on the other side of the aisle right now have the benefit of is you've kind of got that callous like uh, scabbed over now. Like it doesn't bother you as much when you find out that everybody else uh, in these spaces don't doesn't agree with you. Like I couldn't care less. For me, it just adds to the lore. It doesn't do you know. It doesn't sway my opinion one way or the other. You know. It just adds to the lore of it. Honestly. But they will, it will be over anything. You don't have to have done anything. Look how people freak out about Chris Pratt, who has done nothing yeah, to right. anybody. And but be in a fact, sweet all the people guy. that work with him love him. Uh-huh. All of them. It is weird how him and J.K. Rowling, just they, 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 in, they instigate the same area of Twitter. They really do, mm-hmm. both of them. Mm-hmm. Let's go Super Chats. Nebic27 sent a dollar without a message. Thank, Thank you. you. Bryce E. said, It's ironic that J.K. Rowling used to be the left's champion, but now since she committed wrong think and didn't march in lockstep, she, she's all the buzzwords. Um, yeah, that's why, that's why she annoys me, kind of. Like, she thought that she was beyond reproach because she was retconning her work to make Dumbledore gay and she's the perfect feminist. Um, it, she's just... She seems very egotistical. That's all. It's uh, and like they, they all come for you eventually. Like if you're like a, if you're part of that aspect of Hollywood or pop culture, every opinion you have is like a gun pointed at your own head with a bullet. Every new opinion you have that hasn't been presented to the world has the potential to anger everyone, and you're just waiting for yourself to say something wrong. Tacti Platy said, "Glad to meet Brett. He's ten out of ten guy. That is all. Thank you. Like and uh, and I did make sure. I saw you posted that uh, you got your sticker. Yeah, I will thank make you for sure. the sticker, Tacti Platy. And I will I will make sure that Tim gets his sticker 
tonight. I, I was. I also was. I was also tasked with uh, shepherding a like a, a stone to Ian. I was oh. basically everyone's mule. Where's messenger? my sticker tactic over the weekend? So Dane's mad that he doesn't the hell, have a sticker. Yeah. Thought we had something going. V- Biddy Veasley said, "Watched first uh, two Velma episodes back to back. It was so typically what I knew it would be." I didn't cringe or get mad. Didn't laugh either. Gotta hand it to them. I mean, I, I, like, I don't even look. Like, when people talk about woke, this is what you should be using. Is, is there a Bechdel test for wokeness? This is like the actual. Um, like this, It's like so bad. Okay, it's, how about, like, can, can two minorities talk to each other for more than three minutes about something other than the fact that they're oppressed? Uh, that, yeah. Is that the Bechdel yeah, test that, that's for, the, for the wokeness? Bechdel test. That's the Bechdel test for wokeness. Do you know what the Bechdel test no, is? No, no. Okay. Um, the Bechdel test, how would you ex- explain it? The, it's, it's do two, two women, women have, have a conversation? Two women have to talk to each other about something other than a man for a minimum of, like, a certain number of minutes. Five or seven minutes or something like that. It's like, it was created by somebody as a joke and it, like, caught... Uh, no, fire. I don't think it was a joke. It was created Andy as a Bechdel joke, or whatever her name. I is. heard it was created yeah. as a joke, and then it became a thing later. Yeah. I That's... thought it was coined academically, yeah. but I don't know. Horrible. Gross. John said, "You were right, Mary. The menu is very good. Brett Wesley or anyone? Can I get some random movie recommendations? I know Dave has one. <laughs> what do you mean, or anyone? I'm the only I gave other person Sarah here. like 200 movies. I don't so disrespectful. Right? Online. Like, no why sticker? are you disrespecting Dane today? What's <laughs> no, going on? No staker." Dane, what do you mean, Dane has a recommendation. Dane, you have a big recommendation right now. I, oh, I do. Guys, cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> I know this is going. Puss in Boots. What a great movie. Tell everyone why. It was just fun from beginning to end. And honestly, Brett, I, I told you in person, but now I got to say it public. I underestimated your point of not having human, like physical human actors on screen so much. Get rid and of that was 100%. The highlight of the movie. Yep. That it was all just cute animals being cute and animalistic. Yep. Seriously. Nope. Down with the humans in 2024. We don't mm. need them. It's just animals. Uh, Wesley, movie recommendations? <clears throat> oh, man. Um, <coughs> I, I, you put me when, on the spot. When you're put on the spot, yeah, it doesn't it's work. Hard. Yeah. Uh, I watched American Gangster over the weekend. Go yeah. watch American Gangster with Denzel Washington. I watched Airplane. Uh, I, I also point. watched Indiana. Like well, I made a post on on Friday. I said I sat through two episodes of Velma. This is my reward. And I watched mm. Indiana Jones, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. So um, one of my favorite things about Raiders of the Lost Ark or any of those is like it's the violence that's just very clearly shown on screen at mm-hmm. a time when uh, like nowadays would either be cut away from, shown wider, or just wouldn't be done in the same way for for that movie. Mm. Yeah. If you want to feel broken and scarred after a movie, watch Starry Eyes. It's free on Tubi. There you go. I ruined one of our cohorts weekends by recommending that movie. And I sincerely apologize. Wesley, did you come (laughs) up? uh, Do you have a favorite soundtrack to a movie? Oh, um, yes. Space Jam. I do. Um, Your Space Jam? Boom. Not bad. (laughs) Oh, my um, God. The Monstars anthem right now. Let's fucking go. Holy crap. Uh, Two of them. Uh, Atomic Blonde. And Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. I, uh, oh, I have a really actually good one. It's, Empire Records. No, it's it's about this chick who's like a child super soldier. Oh, Hannah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah with Eric Bana. Also, watch so. Kick Ass if you haven't seen Kick Ass yet. Kick Ass is a, good. Uh, Kick Ass Two, not so much. Yes, not so much. Uh, like apparently, she said she'd come back to do a third one. Uh, Chloe Grace. Chloe Grace mm. said she'd come back to do a third one, which I thought she had said the opposite of mm. when she was younger. Needs a paycheck. 
So no, no, she she just did the peripheral. The, the you know eight episodes of the peripheral. See, nothing's made to be watched more than once anymore. Yeah. yeah. Gross. John said you that were right. True. Oh no. Next one. Usually Matt said, how is a repair service copyright infringement? It's not repairing it, though. Part it's of the services are repair, repairing the books, but other services, which I'm sure are most of the ones being purchased, are derouling yeah. the book. <laughs> also, guys, watch White Men Can't Jump if you haven't seen White Men Can't Jump so that you can know not to watch the remake that's being produced right now. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be bad. Tacti Platty said, I'm no Harry Potter fan, but removing her feels like our word. Uh, that's a bit of an exaggeration. Wow, yeah. R word. Yeah, no. <laughs> Am I, uh, is, that the, is that a different R word than the one I'm thinking of? <laughs> Removal. Hopefully. I don't know. Bad up well, said, for our wedding, can I still be called the groom and groomsman or is that term ruined now? <laughs> Probably is ruined. Yeah. Um, but hey, it's your imaginary wedding. You can make it whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> All right, guys, we're moving on. So, um, What's the quote that everyone kept posting on all of the Lord of the Rings stuff when the trailers came out from Tolkien? What was the quote? I don't yeah. know. Uh, evil cannot create, only destroy. Yes, oh, no, okay. no. Uh, so. I didn't know they used that. Yeah. The Journalists idea, cannot create. They, they cannot. can only destroy. Yes, they cannot. So the idea here is somebody made something successful. That successful product is now being watched by hundreds of thousands of millions of people everywhere. And a bunch of people came in and said, hey, it's not broke. Let's fix it. Mm -hmm. That's what they said. Uh, what is happening, guys, is that Wednesday has been renewed for a season two and CBR has some thoughts. They say it's time to hire more black and Latin writers. Latin. I you guys remember never... the first backlash when they were saying that the black characters were like pigeonholed into being bullies yep. because it's it's stereotyping them as aggressive and violent. Yep. Uh, well, this is just taking that backlash a step too far. I just want to say, like, on behalf of Gen Z, this is probably most Zoomers' first introduction to the Adams Family yeah. at all, like that whole franchise. And they're showing so much support for it. I haven't seen any complaints from Zoomers about this. I'm just seeing millennial journalists complaining about how it's not diverse enough in the writer's room or on screen, Lat even though the main character yeah. is Hispanic. Latin writers can explore Wednesday's <laughs> Mexican heritage without what stereotypes. What is Latin? Okay. What is Latin? Not everything needs to be explored. The, the, the secondary characters that you're complaining about don't need more backstories. Her heritage does not need hours and hours of exploration. You have a formula that works. Stick to the damn formula. You know what would be awesome? If they get more Latin writers and then Wednesday's like, I like tacos. <laughs> well, literally, it says perhaps the reason that Wednesday's Latin identity wasn't a large feature of her character in season one is because there were no Hispanic or Latin writers credited. It's Still, not. This is an area that can be improved. This is not important to the freaking story, you Please psychopath. Don't make Wednesday's Latin identity <laughs> a large feature of her character. It doesn't that matter. That is the dude. last thing that people are asking to happen okay so let's just go through the backlash one by one firstly they're claiming that the queen bee of the school in wednesday named bianca barclay perpetuates an angry black woman trope 
because she gets angry at Wednesday. This this is uh, this I'm sorry. This all this stuff, I guess black characters can't be in a conflict with no. anyone this anymore. This is the else. actor's fault. This is the <laughs> actor's fault for courting years of I'm so proud to represent this group. When you make everything about when it's no longer about playing an individual character with individual goals, desires and needs and you make it about a larger story that has nothing a larger sect of the world that has nothing to do with the story, you court this type of dialogue with people where it can't just be that the the person that she's fighting with in school is an individual is a human being that has their own life experiences that add up to her right now at this time in her life maybe sort of being a bully it doesn't have to equal out to something greater than that well i watched the series over the weekend um and i for the most part i really liked it and i realized what hypocrites the journalists were for saying that Bianca Barclay is a one-dimensional character because it completely ignores the context that she had a character arc that developed throughout the season to the point where she almost was allied with Wednesday by the end. Yeah. And, and they, they show like parts of her own family history, her relationships it, with her mom and her her stepfather and uh you know like things to do with her powers because she's a siren. She, this character is far from one-dimensional mm-hmm. or zero down to an angry black woman trope simply because she is angry at Wednesday. I'm sorry, black characters are allowed to have emotions without it being a racist caricature. This goes That's back to the Camille Nanjiani thing. You can't play. Absurd. You can't play villains. Can't play villains. You don't want to uh, portray a harmful stereotype. Well, a harmful stereotype that no sane, logical person with a balanced set of emotions would ever expound to mean something larger than that. Nobody's sure. like watching this show and been like, "Wow, I think that means all." I, I, I bet you all black people are like that. No one's saying that. You. Another thing that this article complained about is Gomez Adams, Wednesday's father, getting accused of murder and then later being acquitted because it perpetuates the stereotype that, quote, Latines are violent criminals, (sighs) even though he was acquitted of the murder. And by the way, it was real that it wasn't even a murder in the first place. I won't go into like spoilers there, so but like is, he didn't a story? commit the crime. There and yes, yeah. there was a story. Yeah. If anything, it goes against that stereotype if such a stereotype exists. This is why you shouldn't do interesting things, right? This right. is why you shouldn't do interesting things. Because you'll just get punished for it. Yeah. Like why even try? And, and then another thing they brought up uh, was the mayor and his son Lucas. They're both black characters and they are basically the elites of the town neighboring Wednesday school Nevermore. It's called Jericho. And they have discriminatory attitudes toward the students at Nevermore because they are the outcasts rather than the normies. I just, I'm questioning it because... Like, why aren't black characters allowed to have discriminatory attitudes toward other characters for immutable traits, even though that's portrayed as a bad thing? Like, how is this questionable? It was brought up as a problem, but there was no explanation as to why it's a problem. Just because they are black characters, they're not allowed to be bad people no, or make bad decisions? Because I mean, even the mayor's son is shown to have a conflict of interest because he, you know, makes friends with Wednesday's roommate goes to a dance with her. They play a prank on all of the kids at the dance. And then he is visibly guilty for having played this prank on them, but then goes off with his friends from town. Yeah. 
Like, you're supposed to see that there is complexity to this character's motivations. They don't understand. But they don't understand, don't understand that. It. Yeah. It also, remember, this is because they don't know how to create anything from start to finish. They do not know how to do what their suggestions are. These journos don't wouldn't know how to do this from a season one that actually got traction so just like always they have to find something that other people like and latch on to it like a bunch of freaking locusts and suck <laughs> it dry of any creativity and fun it's very marxist in the sense yes. that like you cannot create a marxist society you have to take over a thriving yes. capitalist society they don't know and how to yeah. create and uh, and that's why all their characters do what they do, which is they don't have stories that teach you a lesson. They stand in front of you and look into the camera and say, this is how I feel. Like everything they do, they have somebody who goes on a diatribe about something like Captain Marvel. And <laughs> if they make any of these changes now, it will interrupt the flow of the storytelling in season one. It will feel inauthentic mm -hmm. and it will be dead on arrival. You know what? I hope they do. Seriously, I well, hope, yeah, that's I what hope they, they get. do. If they make those, if they make these changes and they hire a bunch of people based on quotas uh, and what journalists at CBR th want for some reason, as if that's some selling point, like they know what they're talking about, and then the show tanks, that's their own fault. I hope Jenna Ortega in interviews that uh, she just keeps saying, "As a Latine, while she's drinking old Latine, she's <laughs> like, "As a Latine, I feel so happy about representation," and they just talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, and then every single episode is rated like a three. The now? replacement of Latinx with Latine totally What does that even mean? Threw me for a loop. I, 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 I haven't been following what, the trend. What does Latine mean? I like Latinx. I like the X. Is Latine supposed to be referenced to like? Is it actually supposed to be Latino teenagers? No. No. It's I-N-E at the end. But here, here's another line from this article that absolutely you broken. <laughs> just like made me feel insane. It said, though Wednesday herself subverts the feisty Latina stereotype due to her reserved stoic demeanor. As the show delves into her romantic life, the writers need to avoid another pitfall of writing her as a Latina seductress. Cool. We're talking about a child right now. <laughs> oh, she's not a child, is she? Her character is The 15. character's a child. Uh, okay, look, mm -hmm. do, since when did... Look, every character... Like, yes, it is cool when they break stereotypes, but that's the thing. Stereotypes only exist, like, exist for a reason, right? So that you can contrast it heavily outside. Uh, do I get excited every time a white character is not portrayed as a sleazebag criminal in TV shows now? No, I don't care. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm a bit... Uh, uh, surprised maybe that they chose to do it, but I don't think that it means something larger for society. I like, love that these dorks have a checklist of every stereotype. It's like, okay, uh, angry black female. Mm, sorry. Like, it, <laughs> plus it looks they're, like, they're the ones telling black women that they're not allowed to appear angry. That's, that's, that's the saying. craziest thing. You are perpetuating the trope yourself. You do not reward major success by firing the people that made it successful. You don't bend the knee to weirdo pop culture terrorists. And not just hating on the people that made it successful, but also hating on the director, Tim Burton. Yeah. Because all, all of his previous projects are anti-black and racist, which is like based on, okay, um, the Boogeyman had a black voice actor and uh, he he had a Cajun accent, and he was a villain. Therefore, Tim Burton is anti-black. Boogeyman. 
Yeah. But look at all the Latinos. Nightmare Before Christmas. Dude, oh. the funny thing about this is, is like, if they do season, like, th- now they're off to they're off to the races for season two, right? So is it going to be more episodes? Will it be less episodes? But it always starts in season two. Like, uh, we, this is why I was talking about, like, I never like watching anything past season one or season two because uh, the writers, they run out of stuff to talk mm-hmm. about. They run out of things to do. And they're like, what can we do? Now, there is an argument to be made that once you get through the first story, in a TV show, especially one that doesn't have like an expiration date. Like these are limited run series, but if you're doing 24 episodes a year for like 10 years, eventually you're going to get into their heritage and this stuff. It's still, it's just season two. You don't need to start going into a bunch of extraneous material that has nothing to do with what made it successful in the first place. It doesn't make any sense. I want it. I want and just imagine it. being these writers, imagine being these writers who pull off this unbelievable hit and they're like, look, you did fantastic. You did fantastic, but what we're going to do is we're going to bring in the people that didn't do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're going to replace you because that's equity, I, just, I guess. I just so want to see her be like, how does that incentivize them doing a good job? You know, like season one even succeeded in spite of itself because they included all of these terms that will not age well. They mentioned the existence of TikTok, which is awful. I mean, uh, that would be like watching a TV show from 2014 mentioned Vine yeah. today. Yeah. They, I mean, they even had Wednesday say the word mansplaining. They had her, uh, you know, go off on diatribes about how the pilgrims are responsible for mass genocide. And they, you know, made her admonish her male love interests for trying to save her. And she was like, I was able to save myself. And, uh, she, and she talked good? about the patriarchy. In spite of all of these these little, you know, spiteful lines that they sprinkled in, it was still a good show. It was still entertaining and and it did amazingly. Obviously, it had viral potential and you see the TikToks about it. Like everyone loved it. Yep. And they still want to ruin it. They're going to ruin it. They they will. They, they they don't understand. I am fully of the belief that anything that goes right in Hollywood right now is an accident. I don't believe that, like, you can say all you want that they get it right. Oh, my God, they did such a... Reacher will be a good test of that. If there's any garbage in Reacher Season 2, they don't understand. They literally luck into it. When they do something right, it's like, it's kind of like like uh, Tim would always talk about, like, Trump uh, slips on a banana peel yeah. and does it. It actually yeah. is slipping on a banana peel and doing a backflip. They don't know how to actually... Taylor, you can make the argument that Taylor Sheridan knows what he's doing as far as creating content. Mm. Even then, that's more in line with... That's his value system, and he's in charge of mm. all, of these pro- uh, all of these projects. They do not get it right on, like, they don't get it right on purpose. They will screw this up in season two, I can almost guarantee it. Well, that's good. I want that to happen because then it can be, see, this is a show. It was a success. They brought these people. After a success, they did their thing, and now it failed. Like there, there's the customer journey. There's the that's there's all. There's like need. a growing hall of infamy in Hollywood right now that I think could be used to teach them a lesson, yeah. but they do still you, don't seem to be making any changes. Do you Even, think that they, oh, do you think that they allow? And I'm talking about the locusts allow this stuff locusts. to fall through the cracks because they think that it's going to fail and they will make fun of it. And then when it is successful, like Reacher, like they yeah. think Reacher is going to fail because it's. Uh, uh, 
No, I think there's the no term? there's no social capital behind military focused shows. It's it's for right, the older they, male audience that they right. don't that they're not interested. But they in. assume that it's going to fail, fail, yeah. and they'll make fun of it. Like I have a lot of friends that were in like the Screen Junkies era, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and they would make fun of like American Sniper and 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 stuff oh, like that. Oh, they this. just hate Middle America and they right. hate right, right. and they yeah. don't they they think that oh nobody's going to watch this crap, and then it explodes, and, it, and they're like wah, yeah. wah, oh, they oh. to this and day they're upset about it. If you if you fa- if you rewound time. And all of these people were who they are today. Mm-hmm. And you put them on a podcast two days before uh, Passion of the Christ came out. Mm-hmm. They still wouldn't understand why it was why it would do so well, because they don't understand the rest of the the rest of the country. They're blind to it. It's uh, it, it just makes no sense to me. And I just I, I'm happy to watch it burn because it's like I don't know if there is. Some, can you think of somebody other than a Taylor Sheridan who knows who knows what he's doing to a point where you at where you assume it's not an accident? Um, explain what you mean by that. Okay, so, so when he makes his projects, yeah. I've seen some of Yellowstone. I've seen 1883. I like Tulsa King. Mm. I'm halfway through Mayor of Kingstown. Christopher All- Nolan? <laughs> no. No? Uh, no? Uh, oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, uh, you would be right. The movies are a little bit different. I- I'm thinking more in the TV oh, okay, space well. here because you get more, like when you do a show for three to five seasons, that's your litmus test. The like, Breaking Bad was people? The, was the first season. Yeah, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Uh, all of those shows would maybe be a, a good example of people that understand what they're doing, and it's not an accident. When it's uh, one no of these, Holly, maybe? when it's when is the when it's one of these Netflix series mm-hmm. or a Hulu series or an or an Amazon Prime series that happens to do well, I, do, I don't believe that it's that it's on purpose. I think they get lucky. I think Noah Holly and Ryan Murphy. Like I don't like Ryan Murphy stuff, but he knows yeah. what people the people that like him like. And then Noah Holly, the guy did Legion, um, yeah, and. Uh, uh, Fargo, um, and even like that's a, like that's that's back to that space where those are things that nobody like they understand that there's no social capital mm. in in making those things horribly progressive because that the, the the target audience for that is well outside of their demographic. Yeah. They want the youths, they want right. the kids. But and, that's my point is that they think that it's outside their target demographic. But then what happens is lots of people like it, and then that's when they seize on it. And then they and steal like, it. And I'm saying, do you think the reason that it falls through is they're like, oh, nobody's going to care about another Adams Family thing? And then it's huge, and they're like, well, we want it. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because the Adams Family one, they kind of fell into it. There is an argument that the Adams Family or even Scooby-Doo were such large franchise to begin with that there is a, a reason to co-opt that yeah. for themselves. But it's the kids. They want to. They want yeah. to get the kids young yeah. and indoctrinate them into the way they believe uh, the world should be. And then when something does well, like I said, with uh, I don't see that even happening with Reacher season two mm-hmm. or something like that. Because it's like, are they really going to indoctrinate a bunch of middle aged guys who want to watch a show, yeah. a cool show about a dude beating people up and solving? No, what crime. they're going to say is like, we're going to make it where it's not just them, also their wives and their kids are going to love it now too because we're going to include this character and that character and this is and he's going to learn. Reacher's going to learn in yeah. this one. That's what's going to Yep. All right. Let's move on. Let's uh, go to Super Chats. Corn Pop said, Mary, I'm not a pervert. Whoa. <laughs> that was great timing. <laughs> okay. Well, you guys have no idea how much fun I have making these now. <laughs> like, how can I scare the living crap out of everyone today? It didn't even scare me. I was just, I, I was just oh, like, oh, got, no. me. got yeah. me. Wayward Soul said, Fave soundtracks The Crow, Escape from LA, Demon Knight. Uh, Bobcat said, I don't even know what's on the Crow soundtrack. I, I, don't, know. I, I don't know if I ever saw. Mm. 
Uh, oh, also the 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 movie, the original Scream movie, has some really good mm. songs on there. Catherine whispered to a screen. Interstellar. Scott Pilgrim. Uh, yes. Interesting. Uh, I mean, that might be a good score. I don't even know what the songs are on the Scott Interstellar. Pilgrim. Definitely. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. yeah Black Sheep. Yeah. That was a good song. Bobcat said, "Tis better what? to be a groom than a groomer." <laughs> well, yes. Uh, words yeah, to live by. That's true. Caper Two X said, "Someone holds Brett. Brett Cooper doing live cast. Is Brett Cooper live right now? Holds. Holds. I don't understand." Tacti Platty said. Brett, thank you for your outrage. As a Latino, Latine is made up. Dane probably doesn't sit around thinking the most important thing about himself is being Latino. Our background isn't our entire identity. D- d- does anybody here wake up and sit like I don't wake up and I'm like, thank goodness I'm Polish in, in, <laughs> in Croatian. Like, it's just not a thing. Corn popped, uh sent us an angry emoji. Well, what Hopefully ang- he's not angry at us. What are you angry at, uh, at Corn Pop? We need to know. Clint said, "Howdy, people! Sorry I'm late. Is that Sebastian Stan?" Uh, he wasn't. Oh, yeah, you're Sebastian Stan. You, you, you kind of got I'm some. Sebastian you've got, you've no. got some. So you've got some Winter Soldier hair vibe. Winter Soldier mm. hair vibes going. Mm. Jacob Edler said, "For the love of God, please watch Triple R. You'll love it." Yeah, everyone loves that. Watch I, what? I, I, I don't. Uh, I, I think just, he. I'm not. Interested. It was not. It was not Jacob Edler, but it was. Uh, it was a couple of other people. Hava Owens uh, told me to watch it and, and gave me the suggestion. I said, I asked if there was um, a dub version of it. I, I can't do just sub. I have to do dub. By the way, everyone that's hating on me for liking Puss in Boots, watch it. Just watch it. They're yeah. hating on you. Yeah, just watch it. Why? Why? It's, it's What's a, their problem? It's, it's a cute little cat being clever. What's wrong with that? That's true. I don't know why they don't like it. I'll, like, give it a chance. And there's a doggy. Caper2x said, I'm impressed. Mary finally saw Wednesday. Bravo. I mean, it wasn't hard. I kind of just sat there in front of a screen. Mm-hmm. But thanks, I guess. The uh, show did all the work. Yeah. <laughs> Caper2x said, uh, Limp. Lampreys? I don't Lampreys. know. Lampreys, Brett. The, I don't know how to say this. What is this? Uh, I, is that supposed to be like Bastard X? I don't know. Uh, uh, stick. We're also being made. Uh, Jacob Edler says I can't. I can't speak in the in the chat. I can't. He says I can't read. So. I don't know what that means. One more. Um, <laughs> who pissed in his corn pops this morning? We have no idea. What made him his him so um popped off i don't know all right guys we're moving on so kanye west got married but not really married apparently i mean celebrities get fake married a lot you'd be surprised i I know that courtney kardashian got married like three times fake so first they got married in vegas then they got married at a courthouse then they had a wedding ceremony in italy like celebrities do fake marriages just for fun. Yes. It's a hobby for, for them. Because they have the money to do the fake marriage. Most people, yeah. like they spend like all their savings have, uh, having the wedding. So uh, her name is Bianca Sensori, right? Yes. Uh, she's uh, another Kim Kardashian clone. She, she kind of looks like Kim Kardashian. I mean, she doesn't even really look like Kim Kardashian. It's just throw a pebble in LA and you'll hit someone who looks vaguely like Kim Kardashian. But it's not hard to find one. Isn't LA emaciated women? No. That's, lo- that's not... Uh, What's in right now? What's in right now is gaining a bunch of weight and then getting a BBL. 
Okay. Well, you heard it here first. Yes. Uh, so, so it says it's very exciting news. This is from her sister. It says it's both. It's very exciting news for both my sister and the family. But we choose. Uh, but we choose to have some privacy for the time being. Says Angelina Sensori. It's also there's the the best part of this whole story was how they were telling their family members on LinkedIn. My favorite part of the story is the yeah. Idea is LinkedIn of, the new Facebook? LinkedIn now? is the new Facebook. That's. Uh, <laughs> Do LinkedIn is Tinder for boomers? Yeah. Let's well, uh, Sensori is originally from Australia, and her family expressed their happiness about the new relationship. Uh, and it says, "Oh, oh, LinkedIn is down there." I thought it said on LinkedIn. Damn it! It's way cooler <laughs> for that. if they're just like hanging out on LinkedIn, and that's that's how they communicate. How I've many never had LinkedIn, LinkedIn marriages are there? We need to look it up. There's look- probably not a lot, but there's a lot of LinkedIn sexual harassment suits. I don't <laughs> know. So is this one her or is this one since is this one Kim or is this one Sensori? That's Sensori. Okay, but the fact that you can't tell the difference says a lot. Says a lot. I can tell. Yeah. Uh, hey, I sh- and if anybody should know, it's me being the the uh, the this Kim the resident Kim Kardashian stan. Yeah. I'm a stan of this one. <laughs> um, so it says uh, West hasn't exactly been sneaky with his with his obsession over Kim Kardashian look uh, over the Kim Kardashian look like releasing a track last month dubbed Sensory Overload. <laughs> Get it? One of the lyrics was, and the Bible said I can't have any se- any more sex till marriage. And that's why some people think they got married quickly. Wait, so so is this a... But if they're not legally married, then, then we have then the discussion. That, yeah, so, well, you know, then it becomes the, the idea of, like, does marriage need to be officiated by the state? And no, uh, no. I disagree. Like, if they're not legally married, I don't give a damn. No, what they're, not, they're not married. Them? Like they're not. Are they? They're not. Like, if they had a by an ordained mis- minister, mm. like Shane Cashman, uh, you know, maybe he yeah. married them. Yeah. So, so is it really Lord. like he just he had to he had to have it quick, so he had to get married quick? I don't know. I don't know that that workaround uh, will Does that work, work upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey. I. <laughs> so, like, uh, the first thing I thought of was like, man, you got you got to kind of be ballsy to like want to be with Kanye in the middle of the crap storm that's going on in the world right now. I was thinking the same thing about Britney Spears' husband. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's this video that we were just watching where she's flipping out in some restaurant, yeah. going off on the staff there and seemingly talking to herself after her husband had already left the building. Yeah. Like, he didn't know what he was getting and into. Then after she I don't left. know if Bianca Sensori knows what she's getting into. Yeah. I, of course, hope Kanye's okay. There was but. also impro- like people saying that Kim Kardashian apparently hates this chick. And I love. How would you even know? I don't. I, but I love the idea of petty Kanye that, like, one time three years ago, she was like, I hate that Bianca chick. And, like, he's like, like he held on to that to this day. And now he's marrying her out of spite. If he ever breaks up with Bianca Sensori, though, I hope that Pete Davidson. Is gonna date her next. It might. Wow. It has to happen. Incredible. Eventually, full Kanye will just It'll date come Pete Davidson. Full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if, you know, guys, know what, what's happening with Shakira and her ex-husband? Yeah, I saw the video where she like pointed that that witch doll at her mother, her ex-mother-in-law's house. Wow, I didn't know that. But the thing is, <laughs> um, her her ex-husband's like a famous soccer player. Yeah. And who married a hot twenty or is dating a hot twenty-two year old? Of course. And she, yeah, as as one does, as one does, yeah. <laughs> and she made like a super spiteful song about how you change the Rolex for a Casio, <laughs> and how you change yeah. like an expensive car you, for or you whatever. You lose when you do that. The thing is, Casio, the 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 oh my god, I forgot the word. The watch company. The watch company. Thank you. I forgot the word watch. It's a watch. <laughs> thank you. Gracias. The, the watch company made an ad. There was, they had the lyrics, like, you changed oh. me for a Casio. 
and then it says the Casio, and just got a, has a <laughs> picture of her looking hot as oh hell. I was about to say another. The twenty-two-year-old or Shakira. The twenty-two-year-old. I mean, okay. you you can't have anything on Shakira looks-wise. Like you can't. Come mm, apparently looks. you can. She's uh she's very attractive. Yeah, she's very for, pretty. Uh, yeah. 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 She's a oh uh, and plus she's a tax hero. So we love Shakira here at Pop Culture Crisis. We do. She's, Another thing this reminds me of now <laughs> is Miley Cyrus's new uh, album where she's yeah. just like hating on her ex husband Liam. Uh, she recorded a music video in the same house that he reportedly had fourteen affairs. Wow. Like not in 15, that house. he stopped at 14. He, he felt sorry. Yeah. He, he, he grew felt a conscience. Guilt, he felt guilty. I don't know 14. where that, that rumor comes from, but like he reportedly had 14 affairs in his house and then she recorded a music video in it and like has done all of these like Easter eggs to get back at him. Like one of but the cool thing, the guy's now wearing Casio's and he's driving the car that she makes fun of in the song. <laughs> To spite her. I like the idea that like when when she, when Liam would bring the girls in the house, you do that measurement thing like you do with kids where you measure them on the side of like a door. Yeah. So he like he'd come in, he'd put their height. Oh, and, like, their that's name. how she like. Counts. Yeah. It's like or he, like you put like a little line, like he etched a little like affair in the door, and like it's like one two three four. He X's it for five, and it's just all the way to fourteen. <laughs> At fourteen, he put he was about to put that fifteenth that X through the third five. And he's like ah. Oh. I feel horrible. She now. also released it on his birthday. I don't know how he was supposed to feel about that. They just like I feel like when you make the song, you prove that you're still thinking about it. Thus, you lose. Well, Taylor yeah. Swift said that she thinks writing a song about it proves that you're done thinking about it because you then you put it out there. So then you get to perform it over and over again. Thus, keep thinking about it. <laughs> Very guess, true, Brett. Like that doesn't make. I get. I guess at a certain point, if you're a musician, it becomes mechanical. And the, it's kind of like how they, they don't like yeah. performing. Like if a song means a lot to you and then you feel like you trivialize it by having to perform it over and over. Like a lot of artists hate performing their biggest hits because it becomes so, you know, they just get so the drudgery of it. Yeah. Like I guess you could say that Taylor Swift has literally like numbed herself by making like hundreds of songs that she's just performed so many times. All it is is just her like a robot reciting the words and there's not really the emotional connection to them now. But... I don't know if I buy that. That's a, that's a hard sell for me. Uh, plus, Shakira's like Shakira's still smoking hot. She didn't need to. She really. She is. didn't need to comment. What's the What's the twenty two year old's name? By for research purposes, I'm purely I mean, purely for research let's, purposes. Let's, for for research purposes. <laughs> what if she looks exactly like Bianca Sensori? Uh, that would what's the, What's the over under on whether this marriage is going to last? Um, Clara Chia. Uh, how do you spell that? Clara C L A R A, Chia C H I A. And he and he calls her he he calls her his little Chia pet. Chia pet. Da, 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 Maybe. Da, da, da. <laughs> no. Hopefully she doesn't. Cool. Look Tough like crowd that. here today, ladies Classic and gentlemen. Classic everyone. <laughs> Tough crowd here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Shakira's better looking. I mean, than this lady. I'll I go. mean, even if she's better looking than Shakira it's still Shakira yes like it's it's Shakira yeah uh, <laughs> I'll take Shakira over this this uh Clara this Chia pet here uh. this broad well because it didn't and you know it might be a little bit hypocritical of Kanye to get into a relationship so quickly one as serious as marriage so quickly with this woman when his criticism for Kim's relationship with Pete was that it was obviously you know, going too fast and too far and invading upon his his place as a father yeah. by like tattooing the initials of the kids yeah. and branding her name on his body. Yeah. 
And, you know, I, I think he, just two weeks after he had met North for the first time, who is like 13 years old, he had her like sitting on his lap. Like you're basically still a stranger at that point. Um, and, he's like sending Kanye a selfie from Kim's bed. Like all of that was just obviously going way too far and being purposefully antagonistic. It's all fair game after that. You would yeah. say so? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, you could date her sister after that. It's sad because yeah. there are kids you involved, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. A, and then we have North like dressing up that as, was, yeah, that's, as Kanye in her bedroom. Like, I, I don't know. Like, like cosplaying with her friend as as her dad and mom like it's very weird uh okay so then if we go let's let's is she is kim dating anyone right now uh i feel like so So, like if we're to talk about between kanye and uh and bianca and sam asgari and britney spears which one lasts longer Hmm. i feel like sam asgari is gonna stick around yeah i think he's in it for the long haul yeah, he's not in the will, or he's not. He's not in the. That's get, that's a uh, solid not, not prenup. will, but uh, he's he, yeah. There's a there's a prenup that yeah. uh, that he gets. Plus, uh, he, but he's already successful. Like he was a successful dude beforehand. Maybe just has like maybe just likes the chaos. I probably just likes the chaos. Maybe like uh, she's she is every bit is like she's like I stick to my principles. Like every time she does something bonkers, Britney Spears, I'm like doesn't mean she needs to be under someone else's care. You psychopath, leave her be. So what if she's talking to herself in the restaurant? Like, oh, it's the poor sti- lady. She's just she's obviously been like medicated out of her mind. Do so you, you think she's like using stuff now, or she's like like lasting damage the from lasting uh, antipsychotics uh, yeah. or anything like that? That's exactly yeah. what they had her yeah. on. I mean, she said that herself. Yeah, I, I don't know. Poor poor Kim. I'm sure this, but I do want to know whether. She actually hated this lady or not? Like Kanye just has like a list of things that Kim said that he's kept that's like just in case of emergency to really upset his ex-wife, and he just waited for this lady to to come it's out of the woodwork in the lockbox. Yeah, not good. All right, <laughs> guys, we got uh, oh, the this Dane. How do you feel about um, people complaining about str- uh, about being a video game streamer and toxic gaming? How do you feel about that? I am not empathetic with their. Strife. Good, you're gonna love this then. Awesome. Uh, st- streamer Fre- uh, Freya Fox gets real on the gaming industry. She says, "Don't pander for inclusivity, but wait, that, that headline sounds... is extremely misleading." Yeah, it sounds based at first, but it's not. Here's what she actually had to say. <laughs> uh, it said, "Despite what you might have heard from mainstream outlets, that female and queer inclusivity in gaming is way better in a culture historically driven by." bros it's not it's just as toxic as it's always been going back to when she joined the streaming community in 2014 (laughs) i would she said i would say it's slightly better than when i was growing up playing call of duty those lobbies were brutal but i think if you really ask a wide variety of female streamers especially the people that actually do this for a living they will tell you that's probably not the case the best part is read the next the next line is absolutely Bat shit crazy. She's been on, in online multiplayer lobbies for the first person shooter ca- shooter game Counter Strike Global Offensive. No, above where that, the group ab- will hear me talk on mic, and they're like, "OMG, is that a girl? Kick her out!" Yeah. <laughs> the, it was the, it was the part above that that blew my mind. It says she doesn't go into too much detail about this. Frankly, we didn't ask because it could unearth past trauma, the trauma oh of playing God. video games online <laughs> with people that are mean to me. It's oh, traumatic to get kicked I... out of 
a CSGO lobby. Oh my goodness. My trauma. How, how traumatic could it be that a bunch of people said mean things to me on the internet? Mm-hmm. You know no? what I love about this? I What I love is I bet that all her stream chat is like, oh my God, Queen, you're the best. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't live without you. And Where can I send you my life savings? And there, yeah, and there's this one guy that's like, I don't know, she's kind of mid. And she just holds on to that for dear life. Yeah. And that's my opinion about her and people like her. Is there anything that isn't trauma anymore? For, <laughs> for like, like literally, Cupcakes. is there is there anything that isn't trauma? I can't. It's, I mean, it's been uh, the term has been commodified to a point where it obviously means very little but i think this whole conversation about sexism and gaming and like toxic male gamers it's been done to death you're beating a dead horse yeah like i i it doesn't make sense anymore because even female gamers are like ah it's not that bad actually yeah like well, plus like, unless they're pokemane who or yeah, Pokemon is actually still planning to you dude, know send I'm, her trolls to jail to the gulag. Dude, I'm telling you, Pokemon is like the newest member of the Illuminati. Like she is. Uh oh, confirmed. He said Illuminati. I told you I was gonna expose the Illuminati right next here episode. On Pop it's right now. Crisis. It is confirmed. Yep. Exposing the Illuminati, the, dude. She has all the right opinions. She says it at all the right time. She is the poster child of streaming and gaming. She every time there there's a beef, she makes a one second calculation of of whether this is good drama for her or bad drama for her. If it's good, she says, "Well, what about the little tanks?"es And yeah. she just stays, and you know, people clap, and then she leaves. Or if it's gonna be absolutely wild, she insta dips. Like I, I have never PR in genius. my life ever seen a person more PR savvy than her. Mm-hmm. Also, like it's a girl, kick her out. It's just twelve year old boy behavior. This reminds me of a tweet from melanie mack that uh, was actually over the weekend she said most girl gamers don't want people to think we're easily offended wusses we earned our passage the notion that we are delicate flowers who are constantly offended by smack talk from male peers does not reflect the majority of us the funny thing is this is why cops like female cops in television shows and strong women characters in the 90s and the 2000s worked because a lot of times there was like an undercurrent of that type of behavior that's implied about what that character goes through but you never see it getting to the character or you see just the right amount of bravado and pushback to say like look you can you can say this about me but you're not going to phase me instead of making it everything just like taylor swift instead of just saying your bad behavior isn't going to phase me i'm just going to break up with you it becomes about writing a song about it uh now it has to become all that the, the entirety of the topic so you actually do the women a disservice by not allowing them to just be strong enough to handle these environments i don't think anyone has a problem with women no gaming like no. that's it's the most harmless thing i can think of but all they're asking is like don't encroach upon a space that is generally for men to talk smack with each other and expect it to be something else and preempt being victimized there yeah. because then it will happen i mean this is why bullying is a thing and i think it's a good thing i think bullying you know cleanses social contagion very efficiently <laughs> if you come into a space not understanding the social dynamic of it you will get 
trained yeah. through bullying how to adapt. It made me think of uh, what, what she's kind of talking about here reminds me of that video I was watching on, on Twitter over the weekend about the, the guy who's backing up from the girl who keeps coming at him. And she's like, she clearly wants to hit him. He's like, don't do it. Don't do it. I don't want to. I don't want to hit you. I don't want to hit you. Yeah. And a bunch of people just watch while she's advancing on this dude. It, yeah. They don't. Yeah, they don't stop her because if you stop her, it's a problem. The second you intervene and you put your hands on her to stop her from advancing on this dude, why would you bring that scrutiny upon yourself? But the moment she hits him and he fights back, everyone jumps at the opportunity to gang up on this dude. I mean, what would really need to happen in that situation is another girl yeah, stopping her to, from yeah. aggressing, but they would never do that. I think that video is just like a metaphor for everything that is happening in like this gaming and streaming space right now. Yeah. It's like you're aggressing, crying out as you strike them. Like cry bully. Yeah, like yeah. that is that is the cry bully. And in this space, you look, you open your like you don't get to change the culture to fit your feelings. We do this show. People ha say good things about us. People say negative things about us. That criticism is criticism we invite by doing this show live on this platform. We understand that it is not something you can escape. You adapt to the situation you're in. It's almost as if they think less of women and think that the, they think that the women can't handle it. Thus, they need to change everyone's behavior to, uh, to cater to them. That's a good point because... I'm, you know, I'm also getting insults while I'm on Xbox Live. Like, no one's safe there. Yeah. Everyone is a... Uh, no one's running to save Dane. No, he's getting... No, no one's running to save anyone. in the chat. Uh, am I? <laughs> Everyone's a slur in whatever Xbox chat you you are. Yeah. And it's... That's sometimes how you know you're in, too. That yeah. is. You know I mean? Like, you're like, yeah. Like, I mean, it's like... It's the same thing as hazing, right? Like yeah. You, your, your value to the group goes up via how much public suffering you do. Yeah. It like that's sort of how I knew I was like uh, accepted here is when he started treating me like crap. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I, like, I mean, that was like it's like playing hockey, playing sports. You, the things you say to your friends in a locker room yeah. are abhorrent and awful and absolutely Seriously. part of the culture. Yeah, like that's like the, the I've been called far worse things from my friends in moments where we're getting along perfectly well than I've ever been called by somebody who was mad at me. Mm -hmm. Right. So right. it's it's like they, they, they want to take an entirely different social dynamic that they don't understand. And instead of changing to match the social dynamic of many, they want the many to change the social dynamic. Because these people them. have never had friends. They only have allies. Yes. Wow. That's, that's the quote of the day. Yep. Wesley is always here just like adding a new layer of intellectualism to pop culture crisis. Absolutely. It's from the butt chest club. Snaps. Guy. I can't what? snap. The butt but chest do club. snaps in the what chat. What the fuck? Yeah. It's it's it's, uh, it's incredibly kind of presumptuous that you could just get everyone to change their behavior to fit your feelings. It's very strange to me. Just be one of the bros. Is they don't is the idea that they don't want to yeah. that they want to be able to do what they're they're doing. It's like I want to join the team, but I don't want to go to practice. I don't want to yeah. actually engage with anyone there, and I don't want to do anything. Just play then. Just play a, uh, one player versions, right? Don't. Yeah. Maybe you're bringing you know up a good point. Maybe women can't be one of the bros. Maybe no, they shouldn't no, 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 be. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? In like, these spaces at I was all. About so to say, he was gonna, yeah. No, no, please. The point you were making about women in like strong female characters in the 90s and early 2000s was that was a representation of girls who were raised with brothers. Yeah. And it's like, that's who you marry, brothers. Like, that's who you marry, dudes. Like, yeah. Because you will not live like this. Yeah. I was going to say. It's a real thing. It's just, and it's girls who had strong dads as well. Yeah. 
Mary, you have to have both. Mary's a feminine woman, mm-hmm. and me and Brett razz the hell out of her <laughs> yeah, yeah. every day, twenty four seven. And she, I mean, she doesn't bend. It, or, it goes both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Oh, yeah, I, uh, it does. Definitely. If Mary wants to hurt your feelings, <laughs> she, she will absolutely <laughs> hurt your feelings. It's something you learn to accept. Uh, it's part of the job here. In fact, it's a, that's how we initiate people. If you right. want to come on Pop Culture Crisis, you just have to sit there and be insulted by Mary for 10 minutes. We just sit you Real. in a chair. Yeah, we just sit you in a chair and I just... He's not joking. And, and then I don't I'm think just I've like, been insulted by Mary. Huh? Um, not to my face. We wiped your memory. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's just part of the thing. And, and that's, it's just different. It's, it's, it's part of like, it wouldn't I did work. grow up with brothers. I don't know yeah. if that's part yeah, of that's it. My, that may be it, yeah. Yep. Mary's like, I'm not mean to anyone. What are you talking about? That's not <laughs> true. Uh, it, what was the, the other thing that it reminded me? There, there's like, this story is one of those things where for, for people who have played sports, maybe it's also because uh, they are alone. And when you play sports and you're in a locker room, you're in an actual physical environment with other people, which might be different than doing so digitally. Hmm. I don't know. So, What's uh, a Sigma male? A sigma I never male. know. I, chat, you'd have to define that. That's a term you hear a lot. It's a pretty old meme, though. Yeah, it's a very old meme, but I don't know how it's the, kind of like, the actual <laughs> definition is. Didn't it come from Andrew Tate? I don't know. They keep saying it. The, I mean, that's a, that's a very... That's a very sigma I, I male concept. I, I sent Dana a really uh, uh, a video this weekend of like, it's like a Gen Z funeral. <laughs> Oh, that was great. <laughs> it was. It's, it's horrible. It's. It's like. Uh, I know the vibes are low key. Uh, are low key not bussing in the in, in, in the in the cemetery here today. No cap. <laughs> for real. But my love for him yeah. will never be cap. Yeah, it's 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 incredible. It's, I'll have to find that one later. But yeah, uh, somebody in the chat says uh, Matt Gates is a. Uh, oh, they're talking separately. They said Matt Gates is a sigma. Is Matt Gates a sigma? I it means lone wolf. Okay. Apparently. All right. All right. So Didn't know that Freya will have to just. But the thing is, like, okay, if you're a musician. Right. Or if you're in any type of media, the same thing goes for authors. You have to learn how to take criticism. It's like nobody wants to be able to to do that. I mean, just look at this person's Instagram page and the difference between the photos they heavily edit and the candid shots. I mean, kudos for posting both. But like what delusional fantasy land are you living in? Yep. (laughs) <laughs> like go, go from that one and just like swipe between the first and the second slide there. Yeah. She says, they said, what improvements would you like to see the gaming industry make for it to be more welcoming? Cause it's not welcoming now. Get it. They don't like people. And I'm, what do you think the reasons are? I wonder if it has anything to do with inclusion. Let's find out. Uh, I would say that a lot of gaming companies are very inclusive with their it's new characters, welcoming. especially Riot. Uh, especially Riot Games uh, has done a really great job with that. Blizzard developers, yeah, but what about Blizzard and all the all of the crap that went on with Blizzard behind the scenes? Aren't they uh, super bad behind the scenes? Here's what annoys me: it is super wel- welcoming, it is super diverse. It's just not the way that you want it to be. It's it's also funny you know? too because like we were talking, you can get come here and get the smoke, you know. When we were at the when we were skating this weekend, like uh, anytime we go to a skate park, and like a skateboarder's nice to me, I long for the old days where everyone was just awful to each other <laughs> because it was super territorial. Were they? And, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh. Like if you went to a skate park between skateboards, rollerblades, and bikes back in the day, on principle, you hated people from the other group 
Skateboarders hated rollerbladers. Rollerbladers were kind of the... Back the, when tribalism yeah. was harmless. Well, uh, the redheaded <laughs> stepchildren of the industry. They got very mad at skating back then because rollerblading blew up very big in like the late 90s and then obviously died out. But in general, the hatred was on principle. It's why it's so funny to look at skateboarding and get super woke these days. They're like, we believe in an inclusive sport that loves everyone. Like, yeah, except for you di didn't like ever until like it became a buzzword in 2014 and like now like i'll go i'm at the skate park and i'll do something a skateboarder will clap i'm like i don't like it like do you think there's any like, aspect of something? that social climate that needed to change even a little bit no i wish it had uh look these were at the time these were not commercial sports these were absolutely you were seen as an outsider by doing them because you weren't playing team sports remember geek culture wasn't even really a a mainstream thing at the time back then it was when geek culture was actually something you got made fun of by jocks for and oh, which yeah. and when girls like would not talk to you about instead of now where all the 50 year old wine aunts pretend that they loved marvel growing up Dude. when they're lying and all of the jocks who played sports pretend that they loved marvel and stuff when they were younger it's why i always talk about like look i liked reading comic books a little bit when i was younger but i always go out of my way to point out look i'm as much of a normie as everyone else i didn't care what other people did because i understood what it was like to be judged harshly based on something you chose to like but i miss the days when you know i'm just like somebody's like really nice to me like it's nicer when you used to make fun of me and yell at me so that I could make fun of you and call you names back because that was that was our thing. Now everyone's like, oh, dude, that was great. I'm like, Ugh. you know, <laughs> I often say that the measure of a good male friend is if you can make jokes about their mother and their sister. There you go. Because it's to the normal man. It's so insulting if you're just some random dude talking about my mom or my sister or whatever. But when you're with a friend and you're just making those like absolutely absurd jokes, it's like, oh, we're yeah, we're bros. Yeah. Like this guy, he's, he we go to war together. You know. Dull click says BMX were friends with the skaters. That that was an air. That was a regional thing. I I definitely saw turf wars. Uh, tur I, I definitely <laughs> saw no because the thing was people like skateboarders and and bladers didn't like that BMXers would destroy coping because the pegs were very harsh on the metal at skate parks. So people would get angry when they would uh, clamp down hard on coping when doing tricks. So look, I enjoyed it because it felt more authentic, right? Like you were there was absolutely cultural programming there, meaning in the magazines. And and in the videos, you were encouraged by these companies as part of the culture to dislike the other sport on principle. Mm -hmm. Was that a good thing? No. Societally, it wasn't a good thing. But I long for the old yeah. days once in a while. Like you said, when tribalism, yeah. maybe tribalism wasn't harmless, but it certainly but there, taught you to stand up. There for was yourself. reasons for it, as you said. Yeah. There were reasons that they felt that way. And a lot of time it was, even though it was like crappy, there was some authenticity behind it. Where now the whole idea of what it's you fake. said, where everybody they likes still things, feel that way. It's fake. It's manufactured. Yeah. And, and it, yeah, and you could feel it. That's why everybody's miserable all the time. And maybe we should have found our, well, our, ourselves somewhere to the middle. Like, instead of, like, being mean and, like, everyone attacking each other at the skate park and everyone going, oh, my God, that was so great when you don't mean it, we should have just settled for, like, benign indifference where everyone just ignores everyone else. I yes? Think, no? Yeah, Thoughts? no. I agree with you. I've, I had the same experience with you. Like, I was a theater kid, right? Like, same. In yeah. high school. And so, like, I was really into, like, recreating costume and things this was before cosplay was a thing yeah and i was like i want to make these things for movies that i like and then that and like i got over it really fast i was like this is actually really hard and i'm bad at things so i'm done <laughs> but then like seven years later or so like instagram happened and it just it's it hurts because the people that are like cosplayers or things for the most part 
are so inauthentic. It's just like this girl with the gaming thing. It's like not because they do. They complain about the community. They complain complain about how people like like they'll have one comment. Like you said, like everybody loves them, loves mm-hmm. them, loves them. There's one that's like, oh, this isn't my favorite. And they're like, <laughs> now everyone. Yeah, they're yeah. rich. They don't have a job. This is what they do. But the they blame the community for that one problem. That who's one, probably being sarcastic. Probably, yeah. Or it's just one person who's like, I bet I could ruin this person's day. And, <laughs> like, and that, like yeah. you give them power by letting them do that. Yes. Like that's like, and it's hard. Like it's But like, it's just another, it's just another type of capital that they, yeah. th- these people are masters. Yeah. Like they're not, she doesn't mean this. Like even if she thinks she does, she doesn't. She knows that like, okay, this is my next play. Like yeah. I'm going to say this and that's going to boom. And I'm then the, the analytics here are going to go. Yeah. They know what they're doing. They're shit pieces. It's funny too, because to me, it's like sometimes every so like we get plenty of negative comments, but I like it when it's like a really good one. Like I, I, I can at least, cleverly I can at least appreciate the creativity, like, or if it's like beyond just like, if you actually critique what we're talking about cleverly, I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. When you just go with like blind insults, that's like at least put some effort Unless they're good, it. yeah. Um, I like the good ones. Uh, do you have an example of a? Um, I not one that I'm at liberty to say. I say one of our coworkers gets a lot of online hate, yeah. and she, oops, uh, <laughs> this person read one to me, and we both just laughed. It was so brutal. Yeah. It was such a vicious like physical attack, and we're like, that's pretty good. It's <laughs> actually pretty brilliant. Yeah, it is what it is. We got we got some super chats there. My thing is, I want to talk oh. mess back. Mm. Cause but I, you're not allowed now. Yeah, because I, you're good band. But I, it, but I'm from that culture where it's like, oh, really? Like, <laughs> it's an invitation for me to be toxic now. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I hate not being able to say stuff back. It's it, it's amazing how that works, right? Like why people would feel upset when one some person one person's allowed to be mean and the other person isn't, and then you wonder why people get angry. It's crazy. Yeah. Bobcat said Wesley is crushing it. Yes. Yes. Thank Usually you, Matt said, Mr. what Robert kind of Cat. music do you think <laughs> Sith Lords like? What? What kind um, of music do you think Sith Lords like? Oh, rhythm. Dubstep. Good Charlotte. Dubstep. 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 Because rhythm, every yeah. time they're about to shoot someone, it goes, brah, and then their aim goes off and they miss. I think Good Charlotte because they're bad people. Okay. Are they bad people? I don't know. I'm just Sith, right? Well, okay, okay, okay. What would, uh, if you could imagine. Good Charlotte. Them, oh, I don't imagine know. Dub, Hard like, House. Yeah. They like Hard House. Hard house, yeah, hard house music, hmm. like, that's why like, 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 like uh, 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 or like super underground industrial. I guess I'm a Sith Lord. It's like yeah. the, yeah, I'm down. Big Dave sent 99 cents without a message. Thank you, Big Dave. Classic Big Dave. VS said younger generations have grown up in a self-absorbed social media culture, so they're focused on getting attention in any way possible. It's easiest to get attention as a victim and cry loudly. Than be an adult. I, I laugh now anytime I see an old TV storyline and someone's like, I don't want to be seen as a victim. I'm like, oh, this is an old story. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. You remember that? Back in the day when someone's like, I don't want to be seen as a victim. I'm too strong for that. I'm like, now everyone's like, I can't wait to be seen as a victim. In this is going to rule. In 2020, to support that comment, in 2020, the number one toy from Toys R Us.com, which was still operating as a website, was the Young Influencer Starter Kit. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yes. That's scary. What is in the Young Influencer Starter Kit? Ring light, a uh, camera that looks like a cell phone, um, and I can't remember. There's like three other things, but I was well, like, what else right. would come in the Young Influencer Starter Kit? Like a hair, like a, a kit so you can get the fade haircut. Mm. So you can get headphones with cat oh, ears. No. That oh. comment reminds me of a Joe Rogan podcast that where there was a person that was saying that Gen Z 
they were all raised by nannies and so they don't have they didn't have like that tact and eye to eye contact with their mothers that other generations had and that will lead to a certain amount of results and I'm wondering if this is it yeah but and and I wonder were they raised by nannies or were they raised by a state run institution daycare yeah yeah daycare I think it's more that kinder care self-absorbed children are raised by self-absorbed parents yes Generally, yeah. Uh, and if you're, if you're raised by someone who's self-absorbed and not interested in you, then you will do anything for someone to be interested in you. Yeah. There and was think a, that you're special. There was a video over hmm. the weekend of a lady with her. Uh, it's like a, it's like a, it's a young child with her mom, and she's like, "Repeat after me: Daddy's always leave, but mommy always stays." No way. And I watched it. And I'm just, that was, you know how I that's tell you, child abuse. like every time yeah. I see, like th- there's certain things that I watch every day where I'm like, that's enough internet for me today. Yeah. That was, uh, that was that one. I had to call it a day yeah, after. Yeah. So it's like, it's just so like not, it's not even just doing that, but it's the idea that you did it and posted it for clout. Like that's an example of the selfish parent who doesn't understand the damage they're doing to their child. I'm about to close the computer after that. Yeah. <laughs> that was horrible. James Orenthal Wen said, big up to Midwest for schooling my kids about Warroad, Minnesota at Freedom Plaza. Appreciate you chatting with us. Also, my daughter Lola was sad that Queen May May, a.k.a. Mary, didn't show. Mm, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't plan on showing. But if there's a next time, I definitely will be there. Yeah, we talked Warroad. Warroad is uh, it's basically a hockey factory. It just churns out incredible hockey players. Mm. The city of Warroad, Minnesota. Also the coolest name for a city in the world. Warroad. Warroad. Mm. It's pretty cool. It's, it's a freaking cool. cool name. I like uh, uh, Sleepy Hollow better. Uh, well, I mean, now that's a movie. That that's an actual town, though, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Sleepy yeah, it's like yeah. Terrytown, New York. Maybe um, Danger Zone. I love Falls Church. I love the name Falls Church. Mm. I don't know why. Mm. Um, but yeah, that, it was really great to meet you, man. That was that was a lot of fun. It was, it was very interesting... Uh, experience to like I, I've talked a lot about how like my worlds are kept very separate like my skating is kept very separate from my work so it was kind of like this weird like multi-unit multiverse paradox where mm. everything like crashed into each other because like my skating world collided Whoa. with my work world Whoa. then you were like that's it I'm making a Twitter account <laughs> that basically yeah basically yeah, I was like where can like okay if the Instagram is for is for skating and the and the YouTube channel is for work. Twitter can be a crazy amalgamation between the for two. For hate speech. I'm not look, look, guys, you guys can no hold me Dane. to it. I'm going to try uh-huh. to keep my Twitter seventy five point eight to eighty two point nine percent positive all the time. It's so, very specific. Like the the idea here is like look, I can like I almost made a comment yesterday when we were like when we were talking about um when I, when I was watching The Last of Us and I was like, I wanted to make like a tweet about like props to whoever the, the makeup artist was that managed to make the, the gorgeous Anna Torv just look like a total train wreck because they, they do. And if it's part of the story, but it still comes off as snarky and rude. But the idea here is they did an excellent job making everyone look busted as you would when going through what happens in the... You know, in the story. I almost thought you were going to say, they make everyone look bussin'. They make everyone look bussin'. I love that. So I I, I intend to keep my Twitter mostly positive while talking about old TV shows that literally no one is watching anymore but me. Bad app, I'm not reading that. I figured not. Um, Corn Pop said, Mary, will you marry me? With two Um, 
You kind of disturb me, so no. <laughs> See, you don't want to. You don't want to. Like Mary will just hit you with the with the lines every now. And then. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. All right, guys, Dane, my friend, thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Let everyone know where they can find you and give another recommendation for Puss in Boots. Dude, find me in the theaters watching Puss in Boots again. <laughs> a cinematic masterpiece. And thank you for the recommendation because it was a great date <laughs> night movie. See? And I have recommendations if sometimes. you want to coerce Brett yeah. into hate speech on Twitter with me, you can follow me at Dane Font and I shall spell that out for you now. D-A-N-E-F-O. N T, perfect. Thank Wesley, you. my friend, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Cast Castle. Yeah. Perfect. New episode That's tomorrow it. night at seven. That's it. Mary. <laughs> you can find pictures of me on Instagram at Mary Archived, and you can send me hate on Twitter. That is also Mary Archived. Perfect, guys. Before we go, would you hit the like button? And I'm going to close out this poll uh, to see what is going on here. And it is fifty. <laughs> Fifty-two percent say that we should review both, Mary. Okay, so we'll do it. We're gonna. So we will be reviewing it's a podcast of the people. It, okay, we, we do are. what you want, guys. If you haven't checked it out yet, now that this show is done, we have put up a review for The Last of Us episode one. It is up right now on this YouTube channel. Go check it out. Before you go, would you like this video? Would you leave comments on this video? Would you subscribe to our channel if you have not subscribed already? There's one more super chat there, Mary. Would you read it? Elaine sent us a thumbs up. With, thank, you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate it so much for everything, guys. Thank you for joining us. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and now on Twitter at Brett Dasovic. Follow Legendary. me there. Uh, you nice. can follow me there to follow. There's tons of wholesome tweets. About, I think yesterday I was talking about how I wish I could have Damien Lewis's resting facial expressions because hmm. he acts very, very well without doing much acting at all. I keep it wholesome over there on Twitter. For the show, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. What's up? Got we got one another super got another chat. One. Let's go High Voltage 75 said, one hour uh, hostage party round two. Let's go. Dude, if you guys want to do a hostage party right now, you better get those in quick because I am uh, I am reaching we are about to I am close about out. to close out so if you want and I love hostage the, parties it's like oh no you're dude, gonna send us more super chats you guys that do sucks. not under, you guys do not understand that you guys you did not just hold us hostage you held you held uh, Zernu hostage and she didn't think the show was gonna go for three hours no she, she did, did not. not we didn't either yeah, but like, yeah I mean thanks I guess that was pretty cool of you guys when, when we got done I go I literally slumped over my chair I'm like ugh yeah, that was just so, one of those shows. Yes, it, it hits was, you pretty hard. So, we go for three hours. All right. All right, guys. So 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you want to listen rather than watch, we are on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, oh, wow. Pandora, and Spotify. Mary, we got one more. Uh, we have one from Ertez OO. He said, fine. This, he's, uh, that's <laughs> Sends the, a big super chat. Thank you for that. And now look, like, we're actually close to like a second <laughs> crisis party now. <laughs> Okay, but we're not close I, enough. No, we're not close enough. We're like, no, no. I'm almost, so guys, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you'd like to listen rather than watch Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. <coughs> excuse me. Couldn't get through it Whoa. without that one. I know. I apologize. Uh, what is it now? Where do we, it's social media. Twitter at pop culture underscore show where I will then link to the Twitter from my Twitter. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Facebook and TikTok at Pop Culture Crisis. There's one more from... <laughs> oh, there it is. Kyle okay. Flores. Kyle Flowers said thanks for the show, guys. Uh, You're welcome. Dude, we're so close now. 
<coughs> now I can, uh, one Are more. you okay, Brett? Not, yes, You're I'm, like I'm dying good. over we got there. two more. Um, by the way, the Instagram is Pop Culture Crisis Pod. I hadn't gotten to that one. You didn't yet. mention that one. No. Linda T said you must stay. No. And Shimmy Shelley said take that. Uh, and now, now we, we have will... reached two crisis parties, but now it's just down to we're the gonna, timer. Yeah, we're going to have to hang out now. So I could just. I do, mean, we can just like sit here. Do the outro. You know? Shout out to Brendan Fletcher, who is in The Last of Us. Uh, Any last words, guys? <laughs> He's a great actor. He doesn't get a lot of recognition. What was he in the, in the show? In the show, he was the person that was afraid that he was going to get beat up by Joel for beating up Anna Torf. Oh, uh, okay. I love that guy. He's yeah, in a you, lot of like. Do you know little, him? No, 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 no. no but he's in a, like a lot actor. of little projects that yeah. I always, I always appreciate him. Is uh, the game worth it? Huh? The game? Mm. Yeah. I have a free copy of it. And I've never played it. Yeah. Just great. not the second one. The Last yeah. of Us Two is awful. No, I've heard about the second corn one. Corn pop. Like you have to read the one, so. uh, corn pop. The party is on a timer, so once you reach the crisis party, it goes off after a certain period of time. So we're gonna hang out. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna because I think there was a couple weeks ago we got one that was like right as we went off the mm-hmm. air. So we actually had to like I had to do a second party the next day, like oh. an early one, because that one got like cut off before we. And did the show. You get what you pay for. I yeah. want one yeah. of the days for the crisis party to be like, yeah. uh, my girl wants to party <laughs> all the time. Oh, oh, guys, oh, yeah. Also, guys, if you follow me on Twitter, you can send me suggestions. Oh, God. Thank you. It's alarming. It's like a jump scare. Yeah. It's not even Halloween. <laughs> I think... Like at some point we need to get forty chairs. That, like, <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> moving you around like yeah. this, dude. I'm, I am, I am so down. Like, like literally, like you should have seen it on Sunday. I'm like making this. And I'm like giggling. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> laughing maniacally. Uh, yeah, uh, the, here goes the dissolve. Here goes that. I love Bruce Willis. Yeah, that's all. That's all going on. We've got uh, more super a, chats to yep, read out. Thousand foot it. deep end said hashtag crisis party. Yes. Bobcat said cough cast redux. Yeah. That was uh, my mine is uh, mine is not quite as severe, and I have not lost my voice yet, guys. Did you know? Here's here was my thought. Like I thought, like like because when Tim originally like advertised that they were doing the thing at Freedom Plaza, he's like, we're going out on Saturday, and like at that time the temperature was supposed to be like 55 degrees. Mm-hmm. So what I thought he was doing. Like, um, this is my conspiracy theory, like, that obviously didn't turn out to be true. I was like, maybe he's, like, laying the cough in early the day before so that when he cancels, he can be like, well, I was sick. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, like you lay the cough in the day before at work. That way you can call in sick the next day. Mm-hmm. But no, boss man just worked right through it. His he no. voice was going he, on Saturday, too. He just hosted a super spreader. <laughs> <laughs> spreader cast. Yeah. Ah! Joel D. Valdez said crisis party for Mary. Thank yes. you. Porco Rosso forever said we meme reviewing soon. Dane, thoughts? Meme review Thoughts soon? on a meme review? To, maybe yeah. next week? Let's yeah, do it. Maybe yeah. next week we'll do it. We and I'll it? expose the Illuminati <laughs> next week. It's a relevant time to next say week. go oh. to our subreddit for Pop Culture Crisis. If you have any memes that you would like us to review, we're going to react to the best ones after we you know, curate a nice list of the high quality memes. Look, that's kind of necessary now because when we were watching that cringe today, I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. That one definitely made me cringe. I got to see a Latin one. Uh, a Latin. A Latin meme. I, like, make it, make, I make don't it. know if the word Latin exists outside of that article. <laughs> well, it's going it now. Doesn't. Find a picture of a latrine. And just write Latin. It's latine really insulting. It. it is very insulting. Cody McNutt said, "I T T. We force them to stay." I still forget what. 
ITT. Oh, in this thread. In this thread. I think that. I yeah, think that or in this thread. It was uh, like of I all the, I, no, I don't know. Of all the people to correct us on this, it was Phil Labonte, who's like a Gen Xer. <laughs> yeah, like who's how does like, he know? He's like, how do I? Uh, yeah, that's what Mary asked. like, how do you know what this is? Like, oh my like, god, you had a Gen Xer on the show? Did you just lose your mind, dude? That was one of my it first. Was a fun show. One of my first tweets was that um, I mentioned that every time I watch Donald Donald Logue mm-hmm. act, I, I feel like I'm watching a large amalgamation of all aspects of Gen X coalesce together into one individual actor. Hmm. And then dot dot, I like it. Yeah. He is. Donald he's like, Logue. and he is because I didn't like. I didn't know Gen X ended at 81. Apparently, oh. like it's 65 to 81. Hmm. Huh. Like I thought it ended at. Or um, it began at sixty four. According it's to what 64 I looked, it's started at sixty five to eighty one. Hmm. Something okay. like that. So, is there a couple more there? One more. High voltage seventy five said, "Mary, have you seen the Queen Mary? Have you? Um, like the boat? The boat? Yeah. Boat? Uh, I think that's in like L A, isn't yeah. it? I've never seen it. No. The other, the other thing that's, um, yeah, supposedly haunted. One of my favorite, like you mentioned earlier when you were talking about how they over-sexualized the characters in the Gotham Knights trailer. By the way, in the chat, I was referencing the fact that I was talking about the TV show, and obviously we weren't talking about the game. Like the point was to differentiate the two. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking back to like the fact that that's how how the CW has always been. There's a Mary Queen of Scots show called Rain mm-hmm. on on the CW that I it was horrible and I loved it. It was it was it was, it was awful. I, I love it, that. It, it was great. But they make her look, it's this actress who's just stunning. Her name's Adelaide Kane and they make her look like a hooker on the like the photoshop wow. on the cover make her look makes her face look like a Damn. hooker. It's 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 freaking awesome. So back in the day. It worked back in the day. It was good. She looks like a hooker. It's awesome. Exactly. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much again for joining me, for joining us. I've I've given all the social media. So have we done everything else? I think we've gone I through. I think we have. I, like, now this we, is kind of awkward. Like what do we outro with? Oh, but um Yeah, bye, well, I, I didn't do the 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 Instagram, but you did the Instagram. Yeah. We're yes. we're all covered there. All right, guys. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. See you then. Bye. Later.